0: Ah, the planets finally aligned, and we were finally able to meet Jay face-to-face after a long three-year delay due to COVID and other stuff. Jay's a Toronto native, middle school teacher, and host of Sekidur, a YouTube channel dedicated to finances and investment for foreign residents in Korea. It was great to sit down and chat about culture, life, education, and investment. Jay, it was great to see you, brother. Already looking forward to the next one. You are now tuned into This Korean Life with your hosts, Brian and Nate.
1: like a story like there, there's there's a setting for tequila shots
0: yeah yeah yeah
1: that's the one
0: just before i got arrested <laughs> remember that fight <laughs> yeah yeah that was
1: a tequila fight <laughs> yeah. but then like here
2: it's just here it's like vacation time. marketing right like mexico is but it tastes like, fucking gross right, right.
3: <laughs> like nobody would have it just for yeah. farming I mean, soja is a lot smoother <laughs> than tequila
1: and it wasn't even like it was like very like off-brand <clears throat> tequila too from what oh, I, can I tell, what yeah, bottle, I've never right? seen that bottle before in my life. <laughs>
0: but, uh, no, it was it was funny, just after talking to Blue Defoli that uh, uh I mean, she's trying to change the culture and now I want to introduce this kind of wine. she has like a special kind of wine too, you know that? It's uh, She's got all
3: kinds of wine. She's got a whole grocery store in there. Yeah. She's got No, it's called Cracker's. Nat- she cookies, called these natural,
0: natural wine. She's got a whole know. grocery store in there. Yeah. <clears throat> but uh she was saying, Oh, I want to change the culture and this and that and then You look at these guys there. Last week? Was it busy?
3: Yeah, it was packed. It was packed. Like, that's what I don't get. They just open for four hours and crush it and close. Yeah, you Mm -hmm. don't want the tequila drinkers uh, sticking around. El
0: Rato. El Rato. Rato. The rat.
3: rat. (laughs) In the summer, it must be nice if they open those doors up and you look out over the street there.
1: Yeah, you have the patio, too. They just, I mean, obviously, they're not seating anyone right now. It's too cold, but... Can imagine. All right, was there a patio? Yeah, there was a patio. Yeah, it was someone like,
0: said let's go on the patio. We look. I looked straight. I was like, oh, I think there's have, a window. Looks like they have yeah.
3: tables for two probably.
0: Oh, okay, very De- small patio but decent. Uh, welcome back to another episode of This Korean Life, number ninety three, featuring Jay from Seki De, number ninety three, Doug Gilmore, boy from Toronto. <laughs> Well, uh, we planned this well, didn't we? Wonderful. Dude, welcome. Uh, welcome to the city. Welcome to the podcast. Been a, a long time coming, I think. We met uh, three years ago online and finally yeah. finally met face to face.
1: Yeah, it took time, but I'm here. No, Finally. Fine. And no, thanks for uh, having me out here.
0: Nate, I was talking to uh, one of my classmates and uh, I was saying, oh, I got a buddy coming on Friday. I said, I got a buddy coming out tomorrow. You know, we've been friends kind of online for a couple of years and... I don't know if this is going to be weird. And the two ladies in the class said, man, we were friends for 10 years online before we met (laughs) face-to-face. Ten years. Well, was that like
1: years. a? Did they did they give any details? Was that like a Facebook friendship or?
0: Oh, it was Instagram because the girl. one the one lady was into art, the other lady was into restaurants and stuff, and they would kind of oh, okay. well, they'd had uh, some some influence on each Online other. Online friends means looking at each other's
3: pictures or?
0: No, naked. I mean like like messaging and, and whatnot. I mean we okay. we we walk through the trenches together of yeah. uh, <laughs> of uh, university of the people. Yeah, we've had Gareth in before and we spoke about that, and we'll oh, get yeah. in we'll get into that after. But
1: oh, Gareth was the. Uh, uh, he was the OG there right yeah man mm. he, the old yeah. people he put you on that
0: yeah yeah actually yeah. no he did he did put that bug in my ear probably <laughs> a year before I before I decided to jump in but mm-hmm. um, my decision was based 100% on it's not 40 grand yeah you know it, <laughs> it has value it, and it was accredited, and they're they're seeking regional accreditation. So, yeah. this podcast is brought to you by University of <laughs> the <Lafayette>. People. <laughs> uh, How much is it in all? In twenty four hundred bucks. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. American. Hell yeah!
1: Nice. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's like for a what? masters. For a master's degree. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Because you're just yeah. paying for the um, what is it? The a certificate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you pay for the paper, no, but you also but pay like, for the, the uh, administration fees, and that's really yeah. it. Like, it's, it's no tuition yeah. because there's no campus. And
0: but the man, you know what? It, it's, I think it's legit, man. I think My it's friends legit. they cool. like
2: 60, 70k loans for their masters. I mean, honestly, I like, do
1: it, yeah. I, the, for me, it was just like, all right, I'm in education, I'm interested in this, and I get the opportunity to study for very little. So yeah. why and, not? And like, I, I had no access to JSTOR, which is like, I love JSTOR. No, no. If I just want to fucking argue with somebody about bullshit, I can just search JSTOR and be like, oh, I have sources. Yeah, yeah. Come at me.
0: <laughs> no, no. That was it. I mean, the, the introduction to this game. I logged into to like week one of, uh, of the discussion board, and they don't, or I, I couldn't see where the professor posted like the, uh, how long your discussion post should be or whatever. It, it should be like, say, 500 to 1,000 words a thousand words is a long one dude I go on this guy's got like 2500 words all annotated with like all about Korea and I was like the first guy using Chat GPT yeah. <laughs> yeah he had it three years yeah, ago yeah. And it was, I was just like oh my god do I gotta write uh, you know these long super essays like three times a week for the next two and a half years and then I looked I was like oh just this one psycho wait a minute <laughs> he's, he's in korea wait a minute he's from toronto that, that's, uh, that's how it uh, that's how it started Bob.
1: well that's the thing they didn't tell you like how long you had to write so i just let my fucking anxiety build up Whoa. and just just poured out Lord. as many words as possible <laughs> that, 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 just in case Lord, <laughs> that gave
0: me panic attack dude the first time i saw it i was like there's there's no way you people could possibly keep up with that pace. <laughs> my bad <laughs> yeah. uh, how long for that how, how long, long? do you get for uh, so week weekly, you got three oh. writing assignments. So, yeah, so you got a writing assignment, a discussion, and which then, you got to yeah, portfolio. and yeah. a portfolio, which sometimes is kind of kind of birdy. like gotta post a picture or something, yeah. <laughs> which is uh, which is decent and a, a nice uh, a nice break from the usual mm-hmm. the usual grind.
3: But yeah. I didn't mind. God, I was just thinking. Must be like seven years now. I remember the first class Sacking I signed him? up for, and it said like you need to make a YouTube video and this. this. And I, was like, <laughs> I was like, "Holy shit!" I just dropped the core, <laughs> and I was like, "I don't have time to." G-. That's when I got Gmail. So it must have been like seven, eight years ago, and I was like Hotmail still. <laughs> <And> <laughs>
0: Sign up for Gmail, all the, like all right. All different. the young people, like, all the young
3: people were Gmail and everything. It and it for was, me, <laughs> like I, I'd heard of it. I didn't really need it. There was no need for it. Hotmail was working fine, and the first assignment said make a Google account and <laughs> Gmail. And then they're like, "Holy shit, tech yeah. overload!" And it was <laughs> just like, <clears throat> No, it's just it was just, it, it like, was just the, just the, like the first, first stuff. Like, it was video discussions. So post a five minute video or a three minute video mm. reflection on this, and then comment on. Your classmates post, <laughs> but I was like, "Make it! How the fuck do you make a video and post it on YouTube? I, 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 I need a YouTube channel to do this." And I just dropped the course so I could get my shit together. And then I studied Google for for a month or two, and then I was ready for the. Whatever. Six weeks later, you could start again. So. Take
2: another course on how to make a Gmail. You know, I, would,
3: I, would, I don't know what I thought. I was going to go in and just start writing assignments or something. But they hit me with the Google. <laughs> Whoa, um, and that's a scary part, man. For someone older jumping into a
0: um, you got online to stay passes. up to date, man. Yeah, that was uh, that's a big wake up call. <clears throat> and there, there, I mean, university the people had their own kind of chat room. Yeah, thing. yeah, yeah. And I had I encountered one lady who was like. I only use this. I was like,
3: I don't even know what that is. Can you get with the rest of the world and just get WhatsApp? Yeah. Please. Oh, man. Uh, Google com- – I think it was called Google Community or Google Boards. Oh, and, they, and scrapped when you, yeah. they scrapped that. Yeah, they scrapped it. But it, it was, was awesome. Was, like, when you look at it, it shit. says here like Sorab, Brian, and it has like your post, mm. your paragraph or whatever or your video and everybody commenting – And I was like, holy shit. (laughs) Because it's like you know, 70% are teachers from the States and then Mm -hmm. 30% are international. But these guys all have like proper setups. I had no idea what I was doing. So (laughs) U of P had like a a customized
0: Moodle. Yeah, Moodle. Which was, it it was perfect, man.
1: What I hear from uh, my other friends in academia, they're saying that like Moodle is actually really super like unnecessarily complicated from the the teaching side of things, like Mm. setting everything up. But I think at U of P it's like it's all set and then they just like rotate instructors depending on yeah, the yeah. courses. So
0: no, they Yeah. They don't have to do too much. No, I don't. Never yeah. seen Hilly the third. Shout out. <laughs> huh? I got some names for you later. You're gonna have a good laugh. Alright, let's go. But uh <laughs> anyways, dude, growing up, uh you you blew my mind yesterday when you said your 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 parents moved to they immigrated uh to the big city
1: at thirty? Oh my mom okay, so yeah my mom was she had like a full teaching career in the philippines but yeah. like i think she realized like the philippines was not especially at the time i think it was in the 70s yeah like it was not at all lucrative mm, so yeah. she just went from there from like teaching in her village to being like i need to get out of here and i think a lot of filipino women do it um they do it as nannies mm. and so her first job was in hong kong for like two or three years And then that family moved to Montreal. Oh,
0: wow. Just randomly. I
1: I think they were Swiss or something, Mm. but they moved from Hong Kong to Montreal and they're like, "Uh, come with us. And so. Sweet. Yeah. So she moved to Montreal, but then she had a next friend who was already in Toronto. So she moved from there to. Wow. From Montreal to Toronto. She just like ran.
3: Wild. Yeah. When I mentioned Philippines, I just think automatically think of Klausi. What do you think? Is that an image? Is that a stereotype of Filipinas? Like, subservient, nannies, maids. Oh, oh, for sure. Servants. But I... Like, that comes comes with kind of like a negative connotation, but at the same time, the Philippines have the largest amount of, what do you call it, setting money back. Remittance. Remittance to their country of anyone in the world. And I just think the Filipinos are abroad everywhere, working their asses off, and... Sending it back home and hooking up cousin with a new, you know, small shop or, oh, or, sure. or dad or grandma yeah. or whoever. So in one way it kinda like I think of, you know, they, they are the maids, the servants in Hong Kong and Singapore, uh, for the expats in uh Malati Malati? Mm-hmm. Makati? Makati? Oh, one, sorry. One's the rich one, one's the dirty one. <laughs> <laughs> Makati and what's yeah. the other one? Ma- Malati? Malati. Anyways, there's two in you know and, Starbucks <laughs> menu? no there's two in manila one is one is high end and one is dirty end. um but they are they are fulfilling all these positions Mm -hmm. but at the same time like they also get a chance to really you know bring up the quality of life and and make the good money oh totally what what do you think of that kind of uh balance or image oh yeah no no that's not me
1: no, I mean, it is it is what it is, you know. People, for for Filipinos especially, I mean, I'm not, I'm racially Filipino, but I didn't really grow up there. So, yeah. um, for me, it just seems like a stereotype based on reality. Mm. Like, the best way to escape the Philippines is not always going to be through, like, professional, like, a, through a, a like highly mm. professional yeah. means, mm. right? So, um, a lot of the times, it's just like, yeah, humble yourself. Get into a – into usually it's like a customer service or like working on mm. an, on ships. That's a really big yeah, thing, mm. just like as a mariner. Yeah. And uh, like, you know, get into the service industry or into any industry where you can just work your ass off and get recognition and then build from that. Yeah. And like, sure, yeah, maybe there's a negative connotation to that stereotype, but this is brought up like all of my cousins. I have a huge family in Toronto now yeah. and like in the Kawarthas and Peterborough, that whole area – and that's all just because they came over as nannies, and then they started doing. They started hustling that's on the, their own, right? Yeah. Because and that's like, what
3: that's what I kind of like about it is that it, it's a means to to get to where yeah. you want to get to, right? And exactly. you got to think about too, like your mom didn't move
0: with her uh, career or her well being in mind. It's like, oh, I'm going to have kids, yeah, you know, yeah. and they're gonna they're gonna grow up in this uh, in this society, which is you know, which seemingly has or which he thought maybe has a better
3: future in in store for you guys. Yeah, totally. Nursing is also one that comes to mind. Oh, right, right, right. Canada hires thousands and thousands of Filipino nurses, which Mm -hmm. I think is. But, yeah, I I, I like that they've found a way to achieve what, what they want or if it's to get out or whatever you want to call it, but yeah, yeah I mean, it's there's just, a lot of countries, yeah. and, and I have a lot of international students who are like, "Professor, I can't get into any other countries, and I don't know what to do or where to go or how come." And I just like, wow, it's it's hard to put yourself in their shoes and think like mm-hmm. you can only go to four countries, and if you don't, if you're not one of the top guys, you can't get into those four countries. They don't right. want you. Yeah. So and they get just grilled on the visa process and stuff, and I think yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm that's brutal and and we were oh, I was talking with Jeff yesterday um, we have some Filipinos that work with us mm-hmm. um, and it's it's a government program English English program and they expect X amount of native English speakers which hey, I tell all, yeah, my, yeah, yeah. all my the moms send your kids to the Philippines Yeah. Stop paying the money. It's just like this University of the People. Mm. Stop paying in the UK, Australia, Canada. Send them to the Philippines the same thing.
1: Yeah. No, I'm like I'm very much a Filipino (laughs) accent. What? Who (laughs) gives a fuck? Like (laughs) language is about communication. communication. Hey, there you go. Who (laughs) cares about
3: the accent, man? Yeah. Save your money and send them for three times as long to the Philippines as you can in Canada or, or the UK. Yeah. And uh so we were we were laughing, like these ladies that are in this this pool that we use, and you know. They're not they're, – they're, the Filipinas here are kind of like a middle in the in the spectrum of immigrants. They're probably mm-hmm. in the middle. Yeah, yeah. If you have like engineers and, and coming back down, teachers, whatever, whatever. Yeah. And then you have just like the lay farmers, laborers yeah, labor- on the yeah, boats. Yeah. But the Filipinas, they kind of know, you know, they can teach, they can nanny, they can this. They, they've got lots of ways to hustle. Yeah. Where a lot of these guys only have one way. It's either on the farm, in the factory, or on the ship. That's it. But these guys, they know, they can, they got some leverage, they got some power because they can... Oh, for real, yeah. <laughs> they have leverage and, and they know that, you know, they know they're worth more than this and, and they can they can ask for it, which I yeah. think is great.
1: Yeah. One cool. thing my mom always taught me, though, is that, like, you can always increase your earning power. And, like, that. yeah, she came over as a nanny and then, like, studied, even though she was, like, I think she was summa cum laude at her university. Mm. So, she was, like, very highly respected within her community, but, like, in... Canada, they only look at the number of years that you went to school and university and I think it was like two years short. So, none of her credentials were respected. Yeah, exactly. So, she went back and she studied, I don't know what she studied actually, Mm. (laughs) business admin and then she got in with a credit union. It was actually Hydro. Sweet job. Yeah, she was with Hydro first when it was still public and then they privatized and they kept her on and like... Honestly, from just getting out of the Philippines to that, that was just pure, mm. pure hustle. So, yeah. mad respect, mom.
0: <laughs> my, <clears throat> my wife did a homestay in Canada. The mom she stayed with was a single mom. Uh huh. The husband passed away. Yeah. Rest Had in peace. Four or five rental properties, uh, full time accountant, and, and hosted the homestay. Nice. Yep. Just pure hustle. Yeah. Immigrant crushing her. Oh, crushing straight her. up my
1: cousin. Uh, she came over. She worked at a grocery store her entire life. She still works there. I think she's just a manager, but, she, you know, n- not corporate, like yeah. on the floor. Yeah. And uh, her main reason for buying a house was not to, like, increase the living standard of her family. But it was literally just because homestaying became... Really profitable for little work.
2: Yeah. What is it? How does it do it Homestay.
1: Homestay. So it's like uh, students from abroad will come and they'll pay uh, like okay, a certain okay, fee, okay. and you have to just like give them breakfast and mm. you know take care uh, of them while okay, they're okay, there. Okay, okay. Talk to them a little bit. Mm-hmm. But like if they stay in a dorm, it's like what three fifty? So no, it's like oh, a bang- wow. those are like right? older. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. But like per per student, you can get like seven fifty a month, uh, and if you have like two or three now, students, yeah. boom, like that's a full income. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: Yeah, he's got to cook some food, but
1: yeah, but whatever, it's a sandwich, and like the quality of the food doesn't even matter. <laughs> <A sandwich. laughs> yeah, dude, my, my cooked my wife... cooked you a sandwich. <laughs>
0: my wife uh, was saying that some—I mean, there, there's a group of people that uh, she knew over there, and some of the homestay families would like lock the fridge. They'd be like, Yo, <laughs> "Oh yeah, this, yeah, yeah, this there's... is your food, and you don't get anything else." She said, "There's absolute horror stories." Oh yeah, for this. sure. And but the for the moment. thing is, like the the uh, yeah.
1: the system for ensuring quality homestay is not really there yeah, yeah, yeah. it's just like oh you're willing to offer your house then we'll give you money and that that's that's pretty whack but i'm a recruiter.com
0: <laughs> uh, i recruit homestays.com not the uh not the most trustworthy but how yeah. did dude i grew up uh just down the street i guess
1: uh-huh.
0: just around the corner maybe how was it growing up in the big city
1: oh uh, in toronto ooh, i thing is, back, back then it wasn't it didn't feel like a big city yeah you know because like i grew up so when I was young I was around Vaughn and Oakwood I know these streets won't mean anything to anybody listening but uh, Vaughn and Oakwood is kind of like not central it's a little bit out of the way mostly immigrant families Um, if you are familiar with Drake he was I think he I think he went to VRA Von Road Academy. Um, I'm not entirely sure. But anyway, uh, that area was not like the nicest place. But at the same time, because it was central, like I had friends from like downtown, just from like basketball tournaments yeah. or from just like a little bit outside of town. And then uh, when my parents actually had the money, we moved into a house which was a little further out mm. into a, a less. <laughs> <Summerhood>. <laughs> Uh, it's. It's. I mean, it's still city, but it's just in kind of in the middle of nowhere, and definitely not it, at the time. It was not a nice place to live. No, okay. Um. But like, I, as a kid, I didn't really feel it. <clears throat> it wasn't until high school. Mm. Like in high school, like my high school was like the kids of lawyers, the kids of doctors. Like, mm. um. Oh, you were telling me about your friend who's he was. He's like the tra- a trainer for the Leafs. Yeah. Um. There was another guy. Or the daughter of the main trainer for the Raptors at the time went to my high school, and like she threw a party. And that house has like three pools, a tennis court. <laughs> I think they housed the Bachelor Canada there, and like oh, that's that's Lord. when I started realizing like, oh, maybe uh, yeah. maybe we're not doing so good. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but
0: it's, like, yeah, grown up too, man. There was a couple again, middle class family, but like you go to some houses, you're like, look yeah. at the like look at the appliances in this kitchen like when yeah. that when that pops out of, you're like oh my god yeah some people got some crazy cash but not oh, uh, not Toronto Raptors trainer cash man that
1: sounds that no
0: sounds that was wild, wild.
1: <laughs> that was like that was very wild because yeah. it was on the bridal path and like bridal path is isn't I think that's like one of the most expensive places in mm. in Canada and yeah. like there was I just I I never had any reason to be out there. I just yeah. felt like Toronto because like downtown is it's still pretty tightly packed um, these days I guess with the condos and shit it's getting way 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 more developed the population's skyrocketing mm-hmm. but when I was growing up it was like you know somebody from every single school in the city yeah, yeah, yeah. you know where the the schools are ah, interesting. like like um fucking my my sister's husband was a personal trainer of Rachel McAdams, the, yeah, yeah. the Notebook yeah, yeah. actress. But it's like because she's from Toronto, so like there's always going to be a connection Somewhere, if you yeah. grew up in that time. Ah, cool. I don't feel like that's the same way these days. I yeah. feel like now the population like doubled or tripled. To Too 16, many immigrants. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Got to close those doors. Where I'm already in, like. <laughs> yeah, man. No, I'm playing.
0: And you, you went to. Um, I mean, we studied IB, but you said your school wasn't. Or your middle school was I B, but uh mm-hmm. your high school seemed quite academically rigorous.
1: Uh yeah. I mean they were they were progressive mm. in the sense that there was not a lot of like standardized tests. Mm. It was a, a lot of it was discussion based. Yeah, yeah. Um, especially by grade twelve. Twelfth grade. What, what is the proper way to say that? Grade twelve. Grade twelve. 12. Yeah, 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 okay. But by, by grade twelve, like it was like read this chapter and then we're going to talk about it and if you can't talk about it don't come to class like it's like very like university style mm. type thing and then uh
0: i feel i mean reading your writing and uh in your your um what do you call it in the classes that we shared huh. i felt like wow dude you went to a way different school than i did you yeah. were, <laughs> yeah. i don't I, know if we just dialed it in too much but well, th- watched, there was what's the difference I don't know. There's just way uh, you've read more books. You've
1: you've you've had more experience (laughs) in like a lot of that is just like self consciousness, man. Like (laughs) because again, I I was going to school with like these rich people with families who are established in Toronto, Mm. and like I didn't feel like I belonged there. Mm. So if I can't like if I can't be on that level, it's like I, I can at least battle academically. Yeah, fake it till
3: you make it. Yeah, there uh, you go. But like, cool, cool.
1: I, n- I never actually felt... Uh, I mean, the whole time, because I feel like, especially growing up in Toronto where there's, you know, a lot of different nationalities, different people, mm. um, a lot of different cultures. I feel like identity is one of the more difficult things to pin down, especially growing up. Mm-hmm. Because like, I mean, just as, I don't know. My, my school was, it was like... Maybe thirty percent Asian. There were four black people. We knew all their names, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it was very easy to identify which classes they were in because yeah, yeah. everyone just kind of knew. They're like, "Oh, those are the four black people yeah, at our yeah, school," yeah. and then everyone else was white. Yeah, and then, yeah. like, I was in that like thirty percent of Asian people, and like, <coughs> I was poor at that. Mm, how, so, how?
3: I'm just curious. Yeah. How are you in the same school? You say you were living in a crappier part of town, or whatever. But how? You, oh, how do I get in? Because you, well, yeah. usually, I mean, you have the inner city schools, uh-huh. which all come from similar economic backgrounds. There's not a lot of economic mixing,
1: right? Right. So, um, what how, they actually how do, do?
3: How are <laughs> if you say you were living in a pretty shoddy part of town? How are really, you going yeah. to school? With the they do the Raptors same thing training? as Boston, the uh-huh. same thing as Boston, where there's an empty seat in the class
0: and they bring.
1: Oh uh, no! Uh, there's you just apply to the schools that you want, or at least at the time I don't know. But now, mm. um, if you're in the district, you automatically get in. Sweet. If you're not, they accept. I think at. The time when it was a smaller school, they would accept like a hundred students from out of district, and it was just a lottery. So and I just got lucky.
3: So you was a lottery. Yeah.
1: yeah. Nice. Because my parents were just like, "You're, you're not going usually, to school
3: here." Usually the the gerrymandering or whatever, yeah. to make the lines fit the social economic backgrounds, yeah, so that those people don't get in because they don't. Want- excuse me, their kids studying with those kids. Why? Oh, yeah, so,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, that, that's... That still happens. That's
3: the reality. I mean, that's yeah. what it's like, so...
1: Yeah, but, like, then in my area there was one IB school which my parents were like, oh, it's International Baccalaureate <clears throat> so it must be really high value, but... I mean, there were kids getting stabbed and shit. So it's like, it's like, yeah, that's not. There's <laughs> so no
0: yeah. yeah.
1: I mean, like maybe, maybe you get an IV ed- education, but maybe you come back with like life-threatening injuries. Mm. So uh, they would say no. And then memo is that was the big one in my area, and they had really nice facilities, but. From what I understood was that the teachers really didn't give a shit. The classes were overcrowded. Mm. Um, my school, it was North Toronto, NTCI, shout out. They um, It was very small at the time. Other schools were like 2,000 to 3,000 people. My school was 1,200. Mm. So it was like, it well, felt a little like My exclusive. school was 100.
3: <laughs> nice. <laughs> are,
2: are schools free in Canada? Yeah. Po- yeah. Well, that one oh, was, Canada, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: I mean, there are private schools, but I mean, private schools, there are like 20K a year. Mm. Yeah. So... We didn't have that. Oh, my god! can't imagine. You, yeah. Dad, I
0: need $20,000 for what? Yeah. School.
1: Yeah. You can go to school for free, though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's before acting. But I feel like those are generally social clubs, right? It's yeah, like yeah. you want your kids mingling with the other kids of rich people so yeah. that you can build connections that yeah, way.
3: Yeah. Absolutely. That's your, that's your network for life.
1: Yeah.
3: Um, who Do you know a comedian who took, I want to say, took the SATs? Have you seen this story? No. And... They got their test score back, and he's like, whatever, I got a horrible score. And it came back and said he got whatever, a very good score. Mm-hmm. And he ended up getting into a very good university and went, studied hard, and he ended up making it. But they sent him a note five years later whatever saying there was a computer error in, whatever, 1992 <laughs> oh, on the SATs. <laughs> yeah. And six people got... The oh, wrong score. That's just Pygmalion effect. No? And he was he was yeah, one yeah. of them whose real score was like four hundred, instead of whatever uh, fifteen. Someone
0: believed in him, yeah. but
3: but <laughs> because he got that score back and he he felt that he guessed right and he just got lucky and he went mm. to a good school and ended mm. up being mm. you know becoming famous and and mm. just, just that mentality that. You know, if you don't know, who knows? If they don't know, you're maybe you're the dad's the richest guy. Maybe you're Manny Pacquiao's nephew or something. They have no yeah. idea. Oh yeah. And you can kind of fake it till you make it if yeah. yeah if you want.
1: Yeah. Well, that's one thing. Yeah, you you just mentioned the Pygmalion effect, where yeah. it's just like what the way that you are perceived by the people around you affects the way that you per- perceive yeah. yourself, yeah. and then it can be like a academic placebo in yeah, ways, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? If people think that you're gonna you're super smart and you'll achieve really high, then you're more likely to achieve well because yeah. you'll get more support and. You'll also just have that confidence to Another, carry you, which is
0: bring it back to U of P. Yeah, after the or terrible undergrad, and <laughs> you know what? And, and they teach. you. We had a whole class on on barriers to learning. Mm-hmm. And as you're reading, you're like, "It's like, oh, those oh. are my barriers." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Whoa! Wow. I recognize I got, I got these. all of these. And <laughs> it, 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 I don't know, man. I, at the time, learning. it was norm. I thought it was just normal to work three jobs and like school was kind of secondary and you know and there was a lot of uh substance abuse and and whatnot and then i don't know you, you do it's like a reverse pygmalion where you're like reverse pygmalion it sounds like a dirty sex <laughs> <laughs> but uh no it is and, and you i don't know for years i was like eh academically eh. and then you go into here you're like oh okay if i can ah oh, it's corona i got nothing else to do let me yeah. read these papers let me you know synthesize some uh a couple a uh, couple journal articles and you're like oh i did all right i remember seeing my first yeah. marks i was like Holy shit! Like I was like,
1: yeah, I could do this. I'm not crazy. Yeah. You give an
0: example of bad years to learning. Uh, poverty. I mean, like uh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> having <laughs> That's the big I, one. It, hold on, and, by no means that I grew up with like no food or anything. Like, always had, a, always had food. Always yeah. had a house. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, always had shelter, but I don't know, man. Just like working part-time jobs and like not being able to focus. If you compared me to some people I went to school with, where their parents go, here's. Some money, go shopping, get whatever you want. Yeah. Um, don't work, just focus. It's like a Korean kid. Like, just focus on your studies. Fuck, I wish I had that. Man. Yeah, I would have no, focused my on my studies. <laughs> and, and, yeah. I don't know. Do, other you, yeah. do you
3: wish you had that? <laughs> uh, I, Not now. I, I appreciate going through the grind and. I, I do. I do. Yeah, but at
0: do. That, and that moment, understanding it's, what it's like. Yes. But at oh, that yeah. moment, you, there's yeah. a lot of insecurities when you're 19, you're like, oh, yeah, I got yeah. the designer shit. And. The, like, half designer shit yeah. I got, I had to break my balls for and, like, no days off on summer vacation. Like, yeah, how yeah. crazy is Good. that? Yeah, no, I fucking remember like, when Like, no I was, days off on summer vacation, but...
1: Like, when I was walking into mm. my high school, because, like, my middle school was kind of whatever, In mm. but the high school, I already knew what type of high school mm. it was. So, like, I remember I busted my ass. I was, like, 13 mm. when I got my first part-time job. Mm. And, like, mm. that was when you didn't even have to pay kids minimum wage because they weren't like legal like I think the legal working age is what in I think 15 or 16 no I 14 14 14? but I remember I was like I was just under that that age thing so yeah instead of being paid 750 which was the minimum at the time I think they were paying me like 550 so I busted my ass off and bought one American Eagle polo shirt (laughs) and I was like this is gonna fucking set me up for four years and I walked in and they were all just like decked out in hollister which was at the time like three four times more expensive and i was just like fuck i gotta work way harder
0: (laughs) (laughs) if i want to (laughs) look little yeah just little little things like that but i mean even if you were lucky enough to think about going to a lecture like driving to a lecture in your car or having to wake up an hour earlier to get on the bus yeah and that you know it's it's little things like that that add up and just i don't know I think a general lack of care for yeah. mental well being, like no yeah, sleep yeah. and too I, much party. I remember yeah. I had
2: to bike like maybe half an hour to go to like one particular tuition. Oh. And this kid would come in a car, and he would just feel like, "Oh, I'm so lazy today." Oh, no. uh,
1: <laughs> it's like, but yeah. So I feel like when I was growing up, I wanted that luxury to just have the designer clothes and the ability yeah. to just study or do whatever, like explore. But like not having shit is a fundamental part of the human existence. Like yes. that, that's yeah. that's how I but feel. Isn't
3: like. isn't that Yeah, I mean, you want that dangling in front of you so that you can chase it. If it's not there, you you get lazy. To bring it back to what you said, like, if we didn't go through, if I didn't
0: endure that, we wouldn't be juggling a podcast and an NGO and a family and didn't work and whatnot. So
1: The wildest shit is when I'm like, when I'm working and somebody needs like a computer set up or just like, i don't know a bookcase built or whatever i'm like yeah i can do that i have free time and they're like holy (laughs) shit is there something you can't do i'm like no because i've been paid to do pretty much every fucking job because i needed money at the time and like
2: Uh, it also teaches us like to be okay with not having stuff right 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 right, and you know what yeah Yeah. it's
0: a a you'd hate your kids you'd hate to know your kids are going through it Uh uh-huh but you wish you could tell them like dude You're gonna be so happy you did this
3: one day, you know. You're you're gonna be. I don't know. It's it's useful. Yeah, (coughs) Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah, Yeah. it's like a useful struggle. Yeah.
3: The guys on expat dads, you know, uh, the discrimination stuff with the kids at school, or is it? Hey, give it to them. It'll toughen them up. I don't. You know what? Do you think you're gonna go home and there's gonna be no discrimination if it's? Right. Come on. We used to pick on the fat kid, the guy with the glasses, the guy with the braces, the guy with the limp. Like everybody got picked on. It's what yeah you know so they're gonna get a little discrimination big deal man yeah. toughen up i don't I don't know i think it's good for them bringing it back to i mean being uh part of the
0: minority in mm-hmm. in your school uh you mentioned to me years ago about uh, uh we talked about identity and whatnot mm-hmm. um what what do you identify with are you canadian how how canadian are you
1: <laughs> all right so here's here yeah. are the levels one, it's a good, yeah, I he's got a good one. Yo, for me, one is like, I'm from Jane and Weston. That's where mm. I grew up. That's my neighborhood. That's who I am, like, through and through. Mm. Then I'm like, that's like York, part of Toronto. That's the That's where I'm from. Mm. And then after that, it's like Toronto. <laughs> And then after that, it's like Ontario. And then after that, it's like Filipino-Canadian. Okay. And then after that, it's like Canadian. Okay, we got Yeah, we there's, got there's levels. levels. Yeah, okay. there are levels okay. to okay. this. How do you it. know yeah.
3: which one to use? You said you're from Toronto. I said where, and you told me the street name. <laughs> oh, yeah. I was expecting York, Brampton, Woodbridge. <laughs> oh,
1: no, but that's the thing. Cause <laughs> you, are, like, yeah. you told did me you, like your address. Did you, just, did you say like, B dot? <laughs> <laughs> B dot. <laughs> You,
3: you oh. give me the street name. Like I don't know it that well.
1: Oh yeah. I um, no, no no. I mean like Jane Jane Weston is just like like so if you start on the west side, like on the lake shore, and you just go north until it's clear that like the city infrastructure doesn't give a fuck about us anymore. Like that's 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 where that's not filling potholes. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Once the the libraries are no longer on a shelf. How do you
3: <laughs> how do you decide what uh what your answer is?
1: For that? I don't
3: know. That just came out. You look at uh, me, you assume I'm Canadian, you said Toronto first depends who's asking.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, okay, I I think this is something that also built up over time here because Because
3: it sounds like you're really <laughs> proud of that street with Jade and whatever, but yeah. 99.99% of people have no idea what the hell that is. Yeah. Oh, totally,
1: totally, totally. But that but that's the thing like for me because again, because nobody knows what the fuck that is. Yeah. I'm just I feel like I should talk about it about being yeah. from there because
3: like that's that's home. I'm from, that's really I'm home. From Mortimer, so cool. yeah. Where like, well, <laughs> that? now,
1: Mortim- Now it's in my now <laughs> it's in my <laughs> database. <laughs> if I, if <laughs> I ever end up Walmart, in Mortimer, Mortimer I'll be like, oh, <laughs> your name was from here. <laughs> oh, that's the hood for the day. Yeah, oh, that's funny. but like also, <laughs> there's so many times. Not even just like here, but there's so many times when I just meet someone. I'd be like, oh, where are you from? I'll be like Toronto. Like where in Toronto. I'll be like Ajax. That's a fucking different city. Like, <laughs> that is, like I get out of your Avril Lavigne. Yeah, you need to give me some like. I don't know. Maybe it's gatekeeping. Maybe no, it's yeah, just yeah, yeah. Me I, being a dick. <laughs> but but I,
3: I, I just want to say, it. I find it interesting that I think lots of Toronto people do that. Oh yeah. I never heard anyone from Montreal say I'm from Saint Catherine and something else. Like
0: yeah yeah. The it, only
3: street but, he knows is full but of fucking. I'm down. Joints <laughs> <from, laughs> just down from Jane and Finch. Just just over from everybody. Bluer and yeah. But whatever. I mean, right, right.
0: You go to a big city. Go to New York too. I'm from this you know this street and that street part. You know, if yeah. you're talking to people from New York
1: but it's kind of like it's kind of like a way of being <laughs> like, find, like I'm the, from from here yes, yeah. Yeah. I find like yeah. the
3: Toronto people gotta, gotta tell you <laughs> yeah. what street they're from what number yeah. and what's that, the address on that street But I could give be, that to you
1: but I <laughs> don't <laughs> <have> want to <laughs>
3: That might be um,
0: a, a <laughs> distinction to a, against being a stereotypical Canadian, you know, that, that oh, might be like, uh, yeah. you don't, don't put me in that category of wearing your shorts in the sun.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, but also like, I'm not, but even in Toronto, cause I mean, there's, there's always like, especially in, in our city, when I was growing up, there was like different, oh, I don't know. I don't want to say gangs, but mm. you know. Groups, groups of people, groups of people Part who Bay don't necessarily or... get along based on where they're from, yeah. uh, within the city, and what
0: they're selling in the same region. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. So maybe like that, that, that. Yeah. Kind of solidified that as how I answer. Okay, okay. Because okay. like that's just like my natural reaction when somebody says like, "Oh, you're from Toronto? Where?" And like. Right here. Yeah. <laughs> right on this corner, right beside Ace computers. <laughs> <laughs>
0: nice. yeah. Nicer, nicer. But I mean you had a overall positive experience, I think, in Toronto. it give you the foundation.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, I mean like I still love the city. I couldn't mm. live there anymore. Yeah. I've been here for ten years. Like it would be tough to go back. But yeah. I still I still have a lot of love for the city. Um the people are fucking incredible. Mm. Uh, and, like, summer how, summer in Toronto is undefeated.
3: Why why do you say that? What? what? What's undefeated? Try. Summer, uh-huh.
1: summer and Toronto, <laughs> yeah. and then every other month or every other season can just fuck off. But <laughs> summer, <Ooh. laughs> love summer.
0: <laughs> how does it? Uh, how did it feel watching uh, Kawhi Leonard? Throw up, throw up a three at the buzzer. Watching watching it bounce seventeen times around the rim and then finally drop.
1: I was, I was in my office. Everyone was fucking silent, working, and I just went, "Fuck yes!" (laughs) And like they all just turned to me and like, "This is, this is improper behavior." (laughs) Like I've been waiting twenty something years for this. Like, let me have this moment.
0: (laughs) You don't know. Yeah, I thought it was gonna happen with Vince.
1: Hey, oh, they, man, made they made me
0: wait. Then oh, they made me
1: wait. They made me wait decades.
0: Yeah, that's wild. So what were uh, what were the reasons for leaving the, the beautiful city other than three shitty months of, of weather?
1: Um, ooh. What, One was, what, what, okay.
0: what, uh, what made you pull the trigger and then jump on a plane to
1: Korea? Uh, at the time, uh, I had a lot of my friends that I was growing up with were kind of in bad situations. Yeah, yeah. And uh, there weren't that really – at the like, again, at the time, it was either go back to school mm. – get a job, but I got I had just a bachelor's arts or a bachelor's of arts degree, which yeah. is like like what it uh, to Korea. Right. <laughs> it's either it's either you come here and get a salary <laughs> or you just like you settle into Starbucks yeah. or you yeah. know, something like that. Or open like no, you can't even open a small coffee shop with B A. BA. Yeah. <laughs> no one's gonna give get you, you a loan with anyways, that much so debt you yeah. yeah Yeah. But so, like, <clears throat> I, I, I came out here also because I had some friends in Seoul, and I was like, all right, I'll come here to teach. That, that'll that be the gateway, and then I'll move up and, uh, you know, kind of make my way through that that world, just, like, network and yeah. improve. Because, yeah, I'd been watching The Apprentice. I knew how to do it. <laughs> and You're fired.
3: And how, yeah. how's it going?
1: Uh, ten years later. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is not gone as gone to plan. But, like... So, so those guys are in the entertainment industry and um, and I thought that would be really cool because uh, I was really into film and yeah. just the pop cultural zeitgeist has been something that I've always been really into. But yeah. um, the way that that lifestyle works up there, it's like in Seoul is very business centric and like networking is just not for me. Yeah. Like Korean yeah.
3: networking is very different, yeah. I feel, than, it's than like, other go, networking. So you got to... Yeah.
1: They're like, go have dinner yeah. with your, go have dinner with this executive's nephew. Yeah. And you may never meet the executive, but your uncle and that guy might have business in the future. Yeah. So like, it's just like fucking spider web of uh, random people you have to have dinner with. with. Not yeah. even that. I mean, yeah.
3: to get past the hello, you got to have six bottles of soju. Oh yeah, that shit too. Yeah. Uh. Or be at the Norebang at three in the morning. Yeah. Like, there's all kinds of other. Not even shit, the direct. Contact. But I
2: guess in yeah. entertainment, if you can break it, then people come for you, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, uh, I'm not gonna name drop, but like yeah. my guy's doing very well for himself because he was very good at networking, yeah. and like now he has like a no, very. No, even people who yeah. are
2: not good at networking, they just blow out somehow. Like mm-hmm. the Indonesian, blow up, blow,
0: blow up, yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the but we talked about it yesterday. A lot of it here, though, there is the, the gatekeepers, and you gotta you gotta be yeah. rubbing feet and and uh Sucking dick. Yeah, sucking dicks. <laughs> I've mean, no, sorry. No,
1: and you know what? You know, Rocking feet and sucking dick—that's how you get good. We only see <laughs> the, 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 final, the industry.
0: We only see the final product, man. Right? We, yeah, you yeah. see the final, like, oh, look at this guy blew up. He's, you know, he's he's making this much money. He sold this many records, but to get you there, want how many people in the want to do? radio, TV,
2: movies business? I then I think it's like a big deal. But I think like YouTube and stuff. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. but I mean, oh, if you're doing it that way. Yeah yeah all you need is to go viral but yeah. like if you want to get through the industry industry like yeah. all right so so my buddy him and uh another friend got recruited in 20 2006 mm. by sm and uh they one of them just like he couldn't hack it mm. and he came back to toronto like a year later no. and like he was he was just like yeah no it's it's not how much a sacrifice good do you want it, to it's a
3: lot of right. i don't but know but look at, the, look at the look at the k-pop groups I mean, they, oh, yeah. what, are, what 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 is the revenue be, the K pop groups the actual profit they see compared to what they pop generate stars back home? Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Like who have their own labels or write their own songs and write... I mean, well, here, I, these I think guys that's fairly recent. Eh? You guys go live in this house, no boyfriends, no girlfriends, no dating. Yeah, that's the most this, thing. No that, alcohol, and we'll give you a, a pocket money from your salary from from the mm-hmm. albums you sell. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, but and his, when his... can you start calling your own shots? At yeah. home, there's a hundred labels. You can do whatever you want. Right, right. No, you're, but you're it, limited to th- the labels. Historically, have, have fucking fucked the uh, the artist over royally until yeah. sure. Yeah, but have you been yeah. in a country with 60 million people and three labels? Uh, no, right. like, yeah, so right, come right. On. yeah, yeah, it's yeah. yeah. On. yeah, yeah. It's, but a lot of you're the, this or you're not. You're yeah. it's our way or the highway. But that's you can't really it. Like, without the three of them,
1: if you look at guys that are that are mm. really who came from abroad and are really popping off now, like um, what's his name? Uh, the Seattle kid, um, Pak Taebom. Oh yeah, 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 he came in with 2PM or some shit, and then. Um, I think he broke out He's of from there. Seattle. He is from Seattle. Why oh, I, I thought he was a
0: California kid?
1: Uh, West Coast. They're all the same. I just <laughs> remember.
0: Him, I remember Brian T. City Ortega giving him a slap in the middle of a UFC thing. Oh yeah. You, oh, he didn't see that. No. Brian Ortega had to fight Korean Zombie, and he said something oh, like, okay, oh, okay. "I'm gonna kick your ass," or "kick your ass," and fucking that Park J. Bums like, yeah, "Yeah, you can't talk shit about my guy, and dude." He walked up. In the Why building, would?
1: The this is not room, your like,
0: game bro slapped him, Was like dude get something to say he's like no
1: <laughs> that's pretty funny link me the video <laughs> yeah. later but um yeah but no, anyway like he came in with a major label and then he yeah. moved out and now has his own label which is yeah. obviously not like nearly as successful as the main three but again that's like you just have to suck a few dicks yeah. <laughs> establish your place and then you can kind of Do build it, off yeah. that later yeah yeah no he's
0: uh He's My wife's Like, like BTS yeah.
2: represents maybe like 0.5% of Korea's GDP.
3: <laughs> yeah. You can only ride that for so long, though.
1: Yeah. I mean, these guys got to go to the army.
3: Yeah. <laughs> another another more ridiculous concept.
1: Yeah.
3: What? Mandatory military? Suit? Well, you can be a fifth string pitcher for the yeah. Asia Games and, and skip. And win the a gold army. medal and skip, yeah. Or you can be part of 0.5% of the GDP, the most famous thing that ever happened to Korea, and you got to go to army
0: conservative government says
3: and let's a just, let's ball dip ball. It in the bud because then
0: it's going to be the next oh look I'm a mukbang guy right <laughs> I and mean, that's the yeah that's that's what it is man you know? mukbang guy in BTS is still a long ways off but I mean that's a conservative approach to it right where it's uh, they're always worried about snowball effect
1: hang on, hang on. what it, if yo, if one of those BTS guys made a mukbang that shit would be like yeah. <laughs> that, that would pop off quick <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this dude oh, just man. completely switch his career <laughs> not singing not dancing anymore he's just eating it's <laughs> just <laughs> him
0: making his way up to become BTS like, how many of these can you swallow? <laughs>
1: <laughs> nice. I feel like this is going off the rail. I, like, I, <laughs> I don't know if we had any uh, direction when we sat down, but. <laughs> oh man. But,
0: uh, anyways, dude. So you come fun, in, You come into to Korea. Mm-hmm. Nate came back to Korea in Epic. Mm-hmm. You're in uh, a similar thing, but it's not Epic. Yeah, the JLP, the Korean Language
1: Program. Yeah, 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 that was um. I mean, it's pretty much the same thing as Epic, but yeah. it's just run by the uh, Office of Education. But it really, it's not that different. You
0: were uh, you were originally in Wando.
1: Yeah, Wando was where I came first. And I was there for three years. Just a tiny island. Doing that program? Yeah, doing that program. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, I came in just because, like, you know, that was the gateway.
3: Mm, how big is the
1: island? <laughs> um, Can- Korean standards, very small. Canadian standards, like a the size of a decent town Uh, like how many JJ's have even heard of it like (laughs) (laughs) uh, let's think there's like I think at the time there was like 20,000 people on the island
3: so what is that what is that like Um, okay so because it must be very I mean living in a small town fine but on mm -hmm. on an island I mean it must be very different than most of our other experiences that we've had here
1: oh yeah there was very like yeah I didn't have pretty much any way to interact with the people on the island when i just moved here because i had zero korean ability so i had to like really learn um one of my co-workers though got me connected with a basketball team on the island and they really really took care of me at the time which to, was really nice to
3: coach to teach or to play
1: uh, to play to play and that was how i really got to who see you, Korea for who the were first you playing
3: time. with college kids or
1: uh it was it's like a pro-am uh, pro-am league so you have teams pro-am from, league in wongo yeah like pro-amateur pro, pro amateur
3: come on. within
1: but the <laughs> there's league there's not
3: even a pro-am team here <laughs> <laughs>
1: no it's like it's like what a provincial Wondo kind of standards yeah no no it was like a provincial is league it the
3: island pro-am league or what?
1: <laughs> uh, no 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 we had, we had our team on the island and uh, the the league itself had teams from all over our province and then like once a month we would come together and have like a tournament so they were we were, or they would just like drive me around to those tournaments, and that's how I really got to see that province. And then, at some point, our team got into like the nationals. I think it's called the NBPA or some shit, like National Basketball Players Association or something like that. And uh, there were like national tournaments and stuff. We sucked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we were not good. Mm. But, you got but to play. yeah, I got to play, and then I got, I got a easy way to move around. But generally, that was my entire social life. Mm. The basketball the basketball team my co-workers who would just flee the island every weekend because there's no reason to stay there they're all there nobody was actually from is
3: it a ferry or a bridge or Uh,
1: there was a bridge by the time i got there but where where does it bring you to uh henam which is like like the the most southern tip of the peninsula
3: so you're not coming into yosu or Kwangju or something big
1: oh no 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 (laughs) Uh, i mean like you could drive an hour and a half north and then you get to Kwangju, or you drive like an hour northwest and get to Mokpo, but, and, and like, I had to do that drive so often because we didn't have bowling alleys, we had no theater, mm. we didn't have a big mart, right, so like, wow. yeah, it was, it was very different.
2: 20,000 people, how many foreigners were there? Five. <laughs> and I can name them from the times <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs>
3: We Whoa, knew each the, other. <laughs> what was the adjustment coming out of Toronto? I mean, that nice. must have been Quite a big culture shock
1: yeah but i i had already prepared myself for like significant culture shock and i was like if i'm gonna dive in i might as well go as deep as possible yeah you know just like uh, it's it, if i move to seoul it's gonna be a big city <laughs> but i'm still gonna be fucking out of my element so i might as well just social media really
0: padded my my landing here i think yeah 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 because what... you were able to connect and be like oh mike's <laughs> i <rocking> can <laughs> this or you know whatever social media
3: didn't exist when i came yeah what
1: year did yeah. you come originally
3: 2004
1: yeah, okay. That was like even... the inception of <laughs> Facebook. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, when you had to go to Zuckerberg university.
3: Zuckerberg was fucking those twins over.
0: And that, <laughs> <that's> what,
3: <laughs> what are some of the similarities and differences in basketball culture here? Because I played a lot of hockey back home, and <laughs> it's so this is some of the funnest hockey I've played. Mm-hmm. It's some of the worst hockey I've played, <laughs> and some of the funniest hockey I've played. But what is basketball culture like? Because... I find in a lot of sports they kind of carry over the company hierarchy into the, into the sports, and it's like that's literally the a- first thing listen, I thought. Listen, <laughs> I'm younger than you, and I'm way better than you. Shut up and you listen. Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I'm older than you, but you can't even skate. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. We'll what is it like Jerry. in basketball? It's it's
1: <laughs> pretty much the same thing, and and also because basketball has positions, right? Like the one through five, point guard to center. Yeah. Like if you have. If they choose your position for you, mm-hmm. you have to stick to that position. And, like, I grew up playing shooting guard, even though I'm short. Yeah. But, like, that's just my position because – that and that's how it, what I know to play deeply. But they're like, now you're the shortest on the court, so you're our point guard. Yeah. Like, I don't have any of the skills necessary <laughs> to play this. They're like, yeah, but you're the shortest on the court, <laughs> so you're going to be our point guard. Inspector O yeah. said
0: they, there's a fat guy on his team, on his baseball team, and he's like – You're the catcher. Base. He's like, why? He goes – you're the fat guy. Yeah. <laughs> you're
3: like that was just automatic. Like yeah. you're the You're five nine point yeah. seven two. You're the point guard. Yeah. One of the things that
1: really confused me though at the time was because like again, I came I came up in like a very, you know, basketball oriented system where it was just like you're it it wasn't positionless at the time, but you know, you need to be able to play multiple positions and because the defense is gonna prepare To stop the point guard, Mm. you need to have somebody else who can, you know, play off it. But here it was just like, no, the point guard is the point guard. The shooting guard is the shooting guard. The center stays in the post. It was like very like 90s basketball, but this was like 2013 already. Hold on.
3: I played in the 90s and you might have had that title. It was do whatever the hell you want. Make sure the ball goes in the basket. Oh, yeah. I would have loved that. I mean, we (laughs) played street ball all the time. It was never – it would just fucking score. Yeah. It wasn't – and and I played center in high school, but I mean, you could – You can play whatever you want. I mean, nobody really – okay, you guys are definitely not forwards or or center. Yeah, yeah. But you're not going to go stand in the post. But, I mean, other than that, just make it work. That might be the difference
0: between a high school with a 1,000 kids and a high school with a 100. You get Uh, – Yeah,
3: (laughs)
1: maybe. Because, I mean, for for our – we were going against – at the time, they were – Eastern Commerce, they were like the best – team in the country that was unfortunately also in our division in toronto <laughs> so like we had to be very orderly otherwise we would get our asses kicked and yeah. we did get our asses kicked by them but we were good against everyone else so like that's that's the type of shit that i used to play and then i came here and they were like nope you're not playing your position that you've been playing for 20 years
3: <laughs> what about what about uh like I, I look in in high school sports here mm-hmm. are you familiar with hockey at all or no not really no, no. so the I mean, typically the best guys play the power play because they score mm-hmm. the most. But in Korea, it's like you're first year high school, so you're on the fourth line. And uh, you're third yeah. year high school, so you're on the first line in the power play and the penalty kill. Regardless but, of skill. But Regardless if you're skill. Connor McDavid, it doesn't matter because you don't play lots until you get to third year. Second year, you oh, play a little bit. Third year, you play lots. So mm-hmm. it's based on age also. But basketballs only got five guys on the court. Yeah, I mean, in Korea, I don't think I'd play on a team that had more than seven guys because oh, yeah. I, I don't think well i, I don't know how, that's what i'm asking do you, do they say like everybody plays 10 minutes each and then you change out or how do they do it
1: um i mean it depends on how close the game is but for for me it was just kind of like a i was the youngest i think i was 22 when i was playing and everybody else was in their 30s and 40s yeah. and uh they were like yeah you get garbage time or if we're up by a lot or yeah. if we really need you in, but instead of being like all right i'm probably i'm the one of the best guards on the team right. um one of my young names like they, he was he was a better point guard so he could play point i could play shooting guard i know how to play my position on defense and offense let me on but they were just like no nah, you're gonna sit for the first quarter
3: yeah
1: why just because yeah, that's what, like,
3: <laughs> yeah. for for hockey. Ask the guys. <laughs> I play the whole game. <laughs> yeah. I, I Because I'm going for exercise. Uh-huh. I don't want to sit around watching these guys and wait 10 minutes for a guy to change. So I make yeah. it purposely where we have three defensemen, uh-huh. whatever, nine forwards or something. But but I know how to play. Yeah, I know how to yeah, conserve yeah. my energy. And and the problem is the, the level gap between them right. is that if I'm not on the ice, their team scores six goals. Uh-huh. Well, I'm not – I can go score two goals or three goals. But I'm yeah. not going to go out and score six. Yeah, and then I go off, and they score five more. Then I—it's oh, ridiculous. <laughs> so yeah, we, yeah. I can just—I know how, I played here for twenty years. I can make the teams where I know how much. Yeah, we, yeah. and you know, there's games when when you know we're doing well, and I just, I change regularly. Mm-hmm. But I'm fortunate in that way that I have a bunch of older guys that listen to me like yeah. a god. and and it wasn't like that in the beginning they were like what is this guy doing he's a prick he's yelling at us he doesn't know korean culture Uh i know korean culture it doesn't exist on the ice you guys suck listen
1: and i'll make you good
3: and it's kind of it's kind of gotten that way but Uh i think basketball would be pretty freaking frustrating man
1: oh super and okay so there again Mm. like with basketball there's always a set way you need to play defense depending (laughs) on like how the how the team wants to play in, within that league maybe it's just because of the profits i played in everybody plays a 2-3 zone which is the two guards at the top and then the three big guys down low mm-hmm. and like if every team plays the same defense then you need to learn how to attack that particular defense but yeah. they just like were not <laughs> interested yeah. i was just like all right so if we overload one side that means that one defender is defending nobody he's just defending air so then we have an advantage and like no, no no let's just play it's like, yeah. what the fuck? So <laughs> Anyways, we, used sorry, to, yeah. we used to yeah.
3: play at the university here. Yeah. Me, Klaus, Mitch, and Momo, which are two. He,
0: he, he heard about Mitch and Momo last night? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Two <laughs> of two two uh, Momo guys.
3: Yeah, island guys that are, I mean, Mitchy made me look like a stick. Momo was about my size. Klaus, he's about my size. And yeah. we'd go to the union and play once or twice a week. Uh-huh. And... These guys would call foul if you just tickled them. They'd call, "Oh, foul! Foul! Foul!" It. Oh, yeah, we hate take that it. Shit. Take yeah. it. No, no. Take it. Go ahead. Go ahead. And you'd go up in the post, and you'd have three guys hanging off of you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you wouldn't call a foul. They're like, "Yeah, I no. fouled you." I'm like. No, just play. I don't listen. I don't. That's bullshit. Let's just yeah. play. And and every time these little guys, you could just touch them,
1: and they go a oh, foul, 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 foul. Honestly, it's so fucking frustrating sometimes. Because yeah, 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 like, could, if you're you playing could, street ball, you're not calling. Don't call a foul. There's no yeah. fucking referee here. Sorry, you could have three guys hanging
3: by. off you, and we were so big. We're like, okay hey, no fouls against us. You can yeah. do anything. We would just start <laughs> the game. There's no fouls Throw against elbows. us. Do whatever you want. Whatever yeah. you do, we'll play harder. Yeah, or, or swing our elbows faster or whatever you want. But yeah. You're not gonna win anyway, so it doesn't yeah. matter. Yeah, I love yeah. watching some of the YouTube videos They're <laughs> just like really, uh, really gritty street
0: games, and some dude will go for a dunk and just get body checked out, yeah. out of midair. Yeah,
1: but like oh. that's some that's some shit where it's like when I when I see my like the the young kids playing in my area, mm. they're very I don't know maybe it was it's Instagram, but like they're very soft. Mm. Like, they don't touch that's, each other. I mean, and
3: that the world? Respectfully. <laughs> yeah, so potentially, yeah,
1: yeah, respectfully. But I, I just mean, like, like back in the day, yeah, we there's a lot of... Bloody noses. Yeah. Mm. And a lot of contact. But you don't call a foul. That's just, like, yeah. just out of respect for the game. I if don't
3: mind if I crush you in the face and you call a foul. fight.
1: Oh, yeah, that's that. fine. No, no, no. But I mean, like, touch fouls. Like, sure. nobody... Don't fucking call a touch yeah. foul. You don't punch somebody. You don't kick someone. But that's that's...
0: In New there's York, I'm aware boundaries. that there's famous, uh, I think it's in Harlem. Uh-huh. I think there's a famous court. Where Rucker Park? Of,
1: where is it? Rucker, Rucker Park. Rucker Park, Park okay. Yeah. Is,
0: there, is there an equivalent in Toronto?
1: Uh, there wasn't when I was growing up, but there is one court on the promenade down um, near yeah again there, I'm, there I'm just like now there's uh, so many yeah.
3: nba guys there now they're yeah yeah like, from there there must be a huge mm-hmm. with the i guess that's all the raptors right i mean shit yeah yeah that's really curated a lot of basketball can you imagine talent. if that uh-huh. ball didn't go in if that three-pointer didn't go in
1: to be honest, I've that I've, I've seen it for two decades, so I could totally feel it. But, yo, when we got into the finals, my dad was like, they might win it. And I was like, there's no fucking way. And when we actually won it, like, that was maybe the first time my wife ever saw me cry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, was, I was just, like, weeping like a fucking baby. This we was, like, like last... three years ago. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Last
3: one I'm on uh, basketball. Mm-hmm. Is there... Like the hockey guys are funny. If a guy kind of body checks a guy Mm -hmm. by accident or whatever and he doesn't say sorry, the other guy gets in his face and says, yeah, I'm your older brother. You don't do that to me. I'm older than you. You got to say sorry. And I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. You don't stop the game to tell the guy you're older (laughs) and he's got to say sorry. (laughs) That's not – no, he said a swear word to me, and that's not respectful to your elders. I'm like, holy shit, this is hockey. You say whatever yeah. you, you want to hear some of my chirps.
1: I mean, for <laughs> us, we if if you're if you're doing it with your team, then yeah, they'll do. They'll be like, yo, just fucking stop the game, please apologize. But if it's with like other people, no, nah, just it just gets more and more chippy as the game goes on. But if you <laughs> if
3: someone throws out a few cheapows or whatever, <laughs> yeah, or or. or Couple things like, does it get? Do? T- to the guy? <laughs> <to the guys, laughs> does he just stand up and go? Oh, no, no. no Not official timeout. Culture timeout. Yeah. timeout. Don't yeah.
1: I mean, I haven't seen that, but like in 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 basketball, we have the technical foul, so they'll just hit you right. with a. You know, they'll just give them a free free throw if you're just like swearing at them and shit, which is
3: I guess kind of a little yeah. less structured. But I love it when the guy color tells me, Nate, the young kid said, "Shit." He's yeah. Like, That's not okay for an older brother and an older but brother just I don't goes a score a goal. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. Well I got I got a couple more. Just uh I drop it in the in the vein of basketball. <laughs> two videos, two basketball videos that I've watched that have mind blowing. First one is the the autistic kid draining mm-hmm. threes.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh,
0: dude. You want to cry your eyes out? Watch that this. fucking energy.
1: I miss the, that energy. The
0: water boy for, yeah. uh, I think for he was three se- years. He was yeah. senior night, too. Yeah.
1: Yeah, they, they let him on
0: the court. The find, like, so his whole high school career, he's been the senior. water boy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It, uh, he, he's done his whole high school career as the water boy, yeah, the autistic kid, supporting the team, number one, like, pumping up the team or whatever. The final game of his senior year, mm-hmm. the coach is like, dude, put on. Put on the uniform. I'm not saying you're going to play, but just put the uniform on. Two minutes left. Coach, like, go in, dude. They pass him the ball. Shoots an air ball. And then, dude, this kid drains like
1: eight threes in a row. Yeah, he was like, the- he was on fire, dude, like was on a- fire, fire. It was dude, one yeah.
0: started- autistic kid basketball? <laughs> so, I don't,
1: yeah. I don't know if that's that- gonna get you the results you want. No, it is,
0: it is. I've done it. Really <laughs> got yeah, it's man. It is. It's such an emotion. Like when I, I can watch it once, twice a year, and I'm like, oh my god, and it's the energy of the school. Who know the story and yeah, see yeah. him hit one they're like yeah then he hits another one they're like whoa yeah dude he hits the last one with the buzzer the whole audience just goes the gym whoa! Just explodes explodes yeah. they put him up dude it was oh fairy tale yeah.
1: ending if there's one thing that like i really like because uh, i started thinking about having kids my wife yeah. and i um just recently and the one thing that i would really love for my potential child to go through is like Dunking. that atmosphere no not i mean i would love it if he could dunk but not, I'm, i would be more interested in if i could dunk yeah i don't give a shit about that game but anyway <laughs> uh, in the theoretical child in my future yeah, yeah. just like being able to perform in that atmosphere is something that i think is really invaluable yeah because it's just, it, it feels so good to have that many eyes on you while you excel at something. Like, that yeah. shit is, especially after school, like, after you graduate, you don't have that many options. Yeah. So, yeah. That's
3: a good yeah, thing. YouTube's good. waiting yeah. every day for you. Yeah, you true. just Do something extra crazy. Yeah. La- oh. You
1: get a bunch of thumbs up and that's pretty much it. Yeah. <laughs> have, you,
3: have you ever considered coaching?
1: I would like to. I mean, to, there, like, that. Yeah.
3: I find it's an easy way to get involved and mm-hmm. be involved with the community is, as a, a mentor or a coach or some kind of role model.
1: I actually literally this week, I, it was a lot of my kids are going to university, like my old, really old students, they're going to university. And so I had a week where I was just doing free camps with them at the YMCA. And just like from five to seven, we're running drills and then we're going to scrimmage. And like, it felt really good yep. to, to do that, especially because we had like 20 kids in the gym that didn't really know each other. And by the end of it they, there was like so much camaraderie everybody was cheering each other on and like yeah. even just this one kid sucks at basketball mm. but like he, he did he yeah. drank one <laughs> three <laughs> i think i think he took seven shots yeah. all of them very bad shot choice but he hit one and the entire gym exploded yeah. and these are all kids that don't know each other and yeah. like Sweet. the whole concept of like kyongni i was like throw that shit out of out of the fucking window because yeah. this is this is sports it's a meritocracy right now
3: yeah. on the the theme of having kids.
1: Uh-huh.
3: I started coaching Well, we, we made the kids team here in 2010 for hockey. Oh, wow. Yeah. And I coached with no kids there for the first uh, Gina's 2014. Yep. So she didn't play till three. So at least seven years mm-hmm. I coached with no kids. And then, I mean, learned to skate was a year or two. But, yeah, I I, <laughs> I kind of... It was weird like dad always went to the rink cuz we were at the rink and he went every day with five kids because he had kids there but mm-hmm. it was weird going without kids but that just that was my happy spot that's yeah. where I could just you know be free yeah and coach but then as my kids got older and now they're 9 and 7 6 and now they're playing now I we have I think we have five or six multicultural or foreign kids on the team mm-hmm. and I think that's a direct influence to having Kids the same age, yeah, yeah, and and now friends and stuff. And I think it's a really cool, at like you say for basketball. I mean, mine was hockey, you know. My kids are playing hockey, yeah, yeah. And they have it's it's not the hockey I played, but <sighs> but they're having fun. And now to see the multicultural and some of the foreign kids coming in, I think mm-hmm. it's great. Yeah, that's awesome to give an environment where they're not just the only kid or the only one like them. There's there's others like them, and mm-hmm. nobody points and just says that's the dumb one. A kid. There's a bunch of them now. Right, 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 and. We got a Moroccan, Korean kid, uh, Russian, Korean, Canadian, a can, couple Canadian Koreans. So mm-hmm. it's a good mix. And I, I think it's really healthy. Yeah, that's really but cool. I don't know if you can just say when your kid's six years old, I'm going to start coaching now and, yeah, and they're going to let you attract. do what you want. I mean, I spent right. a lot of years laying the foundation, right, right. not even expecting or thinking about where it would lead to. But I think putting in that work ahead of time now sets me up for. You know, I don't have to pay for gear. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I can swap with somebody. There's always extra stuff. Yeah. Um, if I want to ask one of the club teams if my daughters can skate with them, it's usually a yes. And yeah, I mean, if that's what you love, maybe it's something yeah, we're I looking mean, into to start coaching a little bit, just volunteering.
1: Yeah, realistically, that's really something I've been starting to take more seriously these days. Because like, I mean, for a while, I was just kind of coasting. And I think we talked about this uh, yesterday. A lot of newer foreign uh, foreign uh, employees, I guess, mm. people who move here, they pretty much don't do much building, yeah. right? They, if there's already an infrastructure for foreigners in the community, yeah. they'll kind of join in, but they're not going to be really building. And I think that's a really big problem where I'm at because we're super countryside. Yeah, and uh, I think there are about forty foreigners within Yaso, but there's no real connection. Yeah, and the best part like, is
3: yeah. that you get so much more opportunity. Right, right, right. Like I, the, there was a guy that posted on the, we'll send online one here and he said, Hey, uh, I want to play badminton. I'm going to start a league or a day or a practice time. Yeah. And I, I don't, I, I used to play bad. I don't have time for it now, but I uh-huh. said, Hey buddy, kudos to you. Thank you for contributing to the community here. I don't have time to play. I'd love to. Maybe I'll make it out one day. But thank you for putting an effort in because you don't see anybody do it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's frustrating. People walking around saying, there's nothing to do. There's nothing to do. Get off your ass and do something.
1: Yeah, yeah. And that's the thing. Like for me, it was just like I, I would just, you know, join whatever Korean leagues are already there because I'd played when I was in Mando. But now it's it's just so fractured, the foreign community in my city that like I just – I there are only maybe two or three people that have been there for more than five years, and I feel like if we can get together and actually build something, that would be really nice, but... Um, it's all right. Yeah. People don't...
0: I don't know. A lot of people don't know how long they're going to be here for. Yeah. Um, they, if it's worth doing,
3: you know, like... Yeah. That's, not, that's such the wrong mentality, man. Of course. You just, yeah, go, yeah. you just go and do it, and if you... I mean, yeah, it's you're not going to leave it a worse place. Oh, for sure. Go and contribute and get involved yeah. and mm-hmm. do it, and then... Hey, yeah, if you dude. leave, you leave. But yeah,
1: at well, least you did it. That's the thing, my buddy Ian. Like he started doing, you know, like the at the orphanage. Orphanage, they do like a yearly Christmas party. Mm. Uh, all the foreigners kind of contribute oh, no money, way. and then every yeah, everybody comes in. But it's like an event. It's not there's no infrastructure around oh, okay. it. It's just like
0: hey, that's it, how we. That's how our thing started. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, well that's, that's, I yeah, yeah I would love yeah. to expand yeah. that.
1: Yeah, he's he was he's doing good work, but yeah. the thing is, like, again, we don't really have any structure yet, yeah. and I think that's something that we could totally build. And I don't, I don't really have an excuse for not having done it already. <laughs> <laughs> Son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've just been, uh, I've been doing a lot of fucking sitting at home and doing my own shit. I just finished a master's of
0: grinding your balls for two and a half years, man. Yeah
1: that that was that was not fun. I mean, yeah. I feel like a master's is something where. It, i don't i don't know about you i just did it because like one of the good things one of the things i'm really good at as is being a student Mm. and uh i just wanted to do that again because like i spent so many years of my life just practicing being a good-ass student so i can go head to head with people in my classes and then i graduated and then this fucking skill that i'd been working my whole life for (laughs) is incredibly useless yeah so like after a few years i was like okay maybe i'll just go back to school to do it yeah and um yeah i don't know it was uh there was a point to that, and now I forgot what it was saying. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, oh, that's all right. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, no, sorry. Um, but I did go back, and there wasn't really an end goal. So when I started, I was like, oh, I really, really, really want to do this. And by like halfway through, I was like, this oh. is – I don't feel the value Dragon, coming back. But Dragon I can still Box. access JSTOR, which is dope. So yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it helps I me argue on the uh, internet. <laughs>
0: one, uh, one one regret I have is not using that as much as I should. or I mean, just freely, funly exploring and, and checking out shit mm-hmm. I was interested in.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that was, for me, just like – i just i I felt so access yeah i felt i felt like a fucking insider because at this point like i had gone five six years without any academic reading that's kind of shit
0: dude i think should you think it should be open as a a phd
1: yeah academic paywalls are fucking bullshit Um, Oh yeah, paywalls are horseshit. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. It should be open. Yeah. No? And the yeah. thing
1: is, like, if you if you have a study that you do want to read, you just look it up. And if there's a paywall, just find the email of the person who did the study and be like, hey, can I read this? And yeah, they'll they be like, yeah, they'll send it to you. Yeah. Stuff, but mm. yeah.
2: Like for my field, means I have always been in institutions where it's all open. Mm. But then there is like one niche journal which you don't have access to, and then you have to like
0: mm-hmm.
2: juggle a few things. Mm.
0: It, it gets annoying, but. I don't know. It's just more, yeah. a couple extra hurdles you gotta yeah, get over Yeah, but
1: it's just like, it seems so weird that like, we put so much money into learning as like a, as, as a species. Yeah. Like and like then we paywall. fucking put a paywall up so that nobody can fucking access it yeah. if they're not within academia. Look what I found. 20 bucks first. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, I don't know about you, but after doing a master's in education, I have so little faith in any, like, (laughs) educational infrastructure. (laughs) Just, like, it just doesn't, nothing seems to work. It's like a lobby which hasn't been solved yet. Like, there is no
2: profitable way to have accessible knowledge. And Mm -hmm. that's just how it is nowadays.
1: Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I've just, like, I've, (laughs) like, I I get it. Like, I have friends who are are just, like, long-term academics. Like, their job is to just be in universities all the time. Like, (laughs) fucking, what is it, uh... Like, I have a buddy who's, who's, you know, who's yeah. yeah, who's, he's tenured at, or no, not ten, they don't give tenure anymore, but he, he's been teaching at Duke for uh, going on ten years now, and he's, like, he fucking hates academic paywalls. Like, he hates them. If anybody asks him for a study, he'll just send him, like, all of the fucking shit, but then, like, I feel like the the, the paywall itself doesn't pay the researchers, no, no, no. At all. No. Right? No. So it's no, you like. Can't, can't be, yeah. As a
2: researcher, it's again, it's like a conflict of interest. Oh, right, con- can't yeah. Paid, yeah. So but it's just bullshit. Researchers have to pay to get published in some Right, place. right,
1: right, right. And then, like, who gets published is also. There's so much fucking politics involved there, too. So it's like.
2: Uh, it's, it's getting better. Like, the ultra high quality ones are free. Mm hmm. Now, oh yeah you only yeah like at least in like uh, uh, stem fields now you only get funding if you are if you promise that you'll publish in open access journals. Oh okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But still there is a lot of uh, gap where there mm-hmm. are yeah. My aunt is like a head of department mm-hmm. in electronics in some university in India and she can't access her own papers. <laughs> she said <sent laughs> things like I <laughs> published a paper please download it
0: for me. <laughs> download from my G drive. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <clears throat> Yeah. That's wild. That's wild. But...
1: Have, we, wait, have we talked at all about what you're about to do with your life? Because I don't know. Yeah, he's moving to, to
0: Picture Book City there. Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> dude, you're going to see the
0: – he sent us pictures. Like, hey, look where, where, look where I'm going to live. Like, It looks like kind of like this, but like, like that, nice – yeah. <laughs> with uh, with a nice canal running through the yeah. city and yeah. like – like, They look like castles know. just in the middle of uh, – show yeah. me pictures, dude. It's incredible.
2: Yeah. Do you feel ready? because you're moving uh, means I went there for a visit uh-huh. for an interview yeah and so it was it felt good to be there
0: ready ready uh, in terms of uh,
2: but uh, there is going to be a lot of friction yeah super <coughs> means it's not as convenient as here right right once I st- I slept and woke up at 10 and there was no nothing open to eat anything <laughs> oh yeah yeah is that and I was like seven eleven. 11
0: yeah so I, had, Jeez, I
1: yeah
2: <laughs> I ate, like, some chocolates or waffles for I think, dinner, yeah. and then uh, <laughs> just gorge on the breakfast
1: next yeah, okay. day. But you've but, been here for six years, right? Yeah. So that's going to be a big, really big change, now. Yeah. yeah.
2: I mean, so when I came here, I had, like, no attachment. Like, I was mm-hmm. excited to just come. I, I stayed in, like, a shitty dorm for two, three years. And yeah. I was still, like, happy. Oh, I, I can look at this mountain outside my window. <laughs> but now I feel, like, a lot of... Uh, attachment here yeah yeah like I have a you nice have roots. place to live it's yeah. going to be a shitty place to live there yeah because it's like expensive and much much smaller than mm-hmm. my
0: current did you house. find a place no not yet so,
2: yeah, <laughs> oh, he's still <laughs> dude <laughs> oh, Jesus.
0: they give like three like you
2: can come so stay in the dorm for three days so
1: bad. three wait, wait, right. they're not setting you up
2: there you just got to do all that you shit he's got to find his own uh, they have like a six month waiting list and shit for employees mm-hmm. and Netherlands has like a they apparently they need 300,000 houses like the whole country is 300 houses yeah. short. People are not being able to find oh, housing.
0: Fuck. Yeah. Hmm. How'd California so I
2: had like up? a weaving appointment yesterday. The house was like, it has like maybe two windows and it's like dark.
0: Yeah.
2: And it's like 1200 euros a month. Like, God, fuck Jesus. Jesus. <laughs>
0: oh, jeez, Luis. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so it's going like to be oh, a, good like luck. a really <laughs> weird <laughs> financial situation. It sounds like mm-hmm. a, meets, uh, a meets spider. What do you call it? The spider house? I means it looks awesome. good yeah. but it's it's like dark and gloomy and the weather yeah. in the Netherlands is not the best. I mean, bring a couple Oof. of those $35 lights it
2: bright. Yeah. Yeah. Bright. So, so, okay, what
1: was it ahead. fill light? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> get that 3 point lighting everywhere you are in your but house. Otherwise
2: it's super <laughs> means here when you go out you get you you have this aura of like oh I don't I'm not from here. Yeah. But there you don't feel that.
1: Yeah. Okay. You just you, you, you blend like a right in, yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: But other than that, it's
0: like a pretty dope place. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's oh cool. man, these had pictures. I was like, whoa, yeah. dude, Europe!
1: <laughs> it's, it's Europe. <laughs> it's like Europe with a capital Europe. Very yeah, 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 yeah. yeah okay. Fair capital Europe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, riding a <by> bike. <laughs> Check that out. Here. Oh yeah, okay. So this looked like like fucking in Bruges Like every movie yeah. that takes place in Europe, that's like highlighting. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. How different it is. That's yeah. that's where you're living. Yeah, it's
0: a good movie. But, yeah, I love it's that movie. A good movie. <laughs> um,
1: what happened, to Colin Farrell? So yeah,
0: you you were here for how long? And then uh, last year, I believe, you tied the knot.
1: Oh uh, yeah. yeah, we dated for eight years because. You I don't test
0: the car before you fucking buy it.
1: <laughs> I mean, honestly, it was just like we <laughs> we had, after maybe three or four years, we just assumed that we would get married. Yeah. and We never got around to doing it, and actually, we our first booking for our wedding was yeah. supposed to be in may of 2020 corona mm. corona <laughs> yeah. yeah it happened so so we would have gotten married after 6 years as opposed to after 9 years yeah. and uh yeah now um i mean it it happened yeah, my, my, I didn't have enough, as many friends as I would have originally, but, like, I realized, especially getting stuck in the house for three fucking years, like, I realized that shit doesn't matter. Yeah. At all. yeah. And, like, all of my friends were getting married, just, like, the two of them mm. in these fucking huge venues that they'd already booked, yeah. like, in Toronto. And, like, it, there it's, oh, like, fucking 30 easy. grand. Yeah. It's oh. disgusting how it's a fucking racket. But anyway, yeah. like, <laughs> um... You yeah. guys
0: both had outdoor weddings. Oh, yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yours is, hold on, yeah. did you do all the traditional stuff too? Like where you throw the chicken and then you, you, know, know, you the get an <laughs> Oh, he threw a chicken There's ground. Is it many, alive or is it not dead? Not many weddings like that.
1: <laughs> just, just oh, it was live. Throwing dead chickens at the ground. <laughs> no, 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 no. It was live chickens. It was, oh, okay, it was right. live They got to catch them.
0: Oh, you got to catch them. Oh. You catch them for good luck. Dude, there was years. a 70-year-old linebacker, Ajima, there that just drove <laughs> on it. And she, she, stuffed, the, she stuffed, the, uh, <laughs> stuffed the run there. Oh, no. But shit she, is like, she, she still what?
3: have the chickens out on the farm.
1: Oh, Yeah. They oh yeah I saw you do have a farm I fucking love farming yeah, I love so much builder. and uh
3: yeah. that's, that's dope well he's got they, they got uh,
0: his in-laws got <sighs> huge oh you've seen probably the videos yeah, yeah, of yeah. harvesting rice and whatnot. Yeah, yeah yeah super do, cool you do some farming too
1: yeah little farming just like little plot of land yeah, um, yeah. they cause my wife's a, a teacher mm. uh, like with the board of education and yeah. they can just sign up every year for a little plot of land that you can yeah, you yeah. can take care of and uh we've been doing that for years now and like soil care and all of that shit is just like fucking super interesting to me yeah. YouTube University that's the yeah. that's the future <laughs> I learned so much um, last year we wanted to do tomatoes because we've been failing for years and uh, cherry tomatoes or, yeah cherry or the, tomatoes the beef steaks. We. it was mostly cherry tomatoes yeah. last year but then also I mean because we have a lot of space so I mean we have a little bit for lettuce some kale um, what is it the pa. yeah pa for sure because because you plant those early they grow like fucking yeah Yeah, exactly and then um you what else cabbage in the fall um what is radish Radish, Radish, yeah yeah, radishes are like those things grow so easily here too so um a lot of that but every year i'll choose like one thing that i've never grown before yeah or one thing that i've failed because i just want to do it well yeah and it's like super interesting you tried goguma yeah yeah we did that last year the, yeah. it they went pretty well yeah, yeah. They were it went decent. pretty well
3: you put it in wait 10 months and then pull it out. yeah right exactly <laughs> <laughs> hey man I fucked up just,
1: I fucked up potatoes you know the thing where you just like you let them grow their little eyes and then you drop them in and then wait a few months that shit like I pulled it up and it was just fucking nothing yeah. <laughs> there was just yeah. nothing there so, I, I fucked up potatoes
3: I am not. No, that's a pretty awesome site. Ooh, link If me. you if you do that kind of stuff. No, that would be really cool. There's all kinds of cool guys doing their own stuff, yeah. making their own jams and chutneys and all kinds of stuff. And oh, yeah, yeah. there's some really cool hmm.
1: Yeah, and I saw like aquaponics is getting really, really popular these days where you have the little like the fish yeah. little pond yeah. thing. And then they fertilize the plants which fertilize you, their
0: Have you seen the the guy that grows vegetables in a mountain here? It's just a full hydroponic in a mountain enough food to like uh to feed a city. Have you seen that?
1: No. not be that too. It's yeah, wild. Dude, I feel like yeah, I haven't yeah. seen anything. No. <laughs> yeah, Keep yeah, bringing yeah. shit up and like I have nothing uh,
0: no that was that was wild. I got it I was huge into that like after I got married like mm-hmm. I I thought dude, why is rooftop gardening not a thing here? Yeah, I don't get that. Why is everyone not The rooftops here? are just
3: bare yeah well i don't know where Season. you are yeah i guess but lots, in my city there's the very little 50 gallon drums cut in half with their paw and their son too and stuff oh the yeah sta- okay. the four or five staples uh-huh. that grow back all the time all the rooftops from my place have them. yeah oh, okay yeah we're but not allowed in, on the roof but yeah. in general yeah i think because no? people suicide oh, because people
4: might jump, yeah. Yeah. yeah
0: the windows are all locked apparently too yeah <laughs> i don't i don't get it but uh <laughs> dude hold on i got i want to bounce i got a i wrote a list of names down i want you to <clears throat> i want to see your your give me a, a sentence or two dorka dorka is one of them Dorca's well, a on, let's, let's start awesome. at the top here dale h shunk
1: oh this guy <laughs> this? oh shunk is uh <laughs> He's like the OG when it comes to pedagogy, uh, or well, not really OG. He he wrote a fucking textbook that I used in every single course. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I don't even remember the name of the textbook. I just that was just like everything. The Dude, Shunk you, book. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's the Shunk book.
0: Everything in yeah. the it's. I think it's a joke amongst everyone who went to uh, who yeah the like, University of the People. Like you can it's, reference it's this University guy. In yeah. Inside jokes. Every Oh, not all of them
1: no but like Some just because like his, his textbook literally like yeah. it it's there are just a million different courses that link back to it's his like textbook yeah. yeah exactly basically All right. shunk
0: next one scotty barnes
1: scotty barnes yeah this is the future yeah scotty <laughs> barnes we love scotty barnes scotty is like he's just like a very lovable guy he fucking lo- just he's just nice yeah i love nice guys in pro sports i like it the weekend the weekend, his his original music was actually so fucking good. Yeah. Like now it's very poppy, and it's cool because yeah. the, he he has a lot of synths and it has like this like eighties feel to it, which is cool. But yeah, oh he Synthly, yeah. Right?
0: Like, yeah yeah he hit uh, he hit a chord there, and that I mean I want to say like uh, when I listened to his music, I felt there there was a time when. Um, like you said like 80s shit came back so there's yeah. you're on Netflix you're watching what's the young Stranger yeah, Things Stranger Things <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah yeah you're watching Stranger yeah, Things yeah. this tune comes out I'm like this this is pretty cool man yeah, and, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. and you know what I honestly my dad knew who the who the weekend was before oh. I did it, it took <laughs> okay. <There> was like <laughs> mine too probably there was a my dad I called my dad one day he's like can't believe the weekend got snubbed at the awards. Like, I understand the awards. I don't know. He's like, can you believe this? I time? understood
1: sixty percent of those. Yeah, awards. I was like, dude, what are you
0: talking about? The weekend. Yeah. He's like, there's a there's a rapper, the weekend, and yeah. it it was like a year and a half late before I heard the tune. I was like, yeah. it's a good tune. And I was cruising like like an old man, like two in years Korea later,
2: in I think 2018 or 19, yeah. and uh, I was like, who is this guy? I had a portion like one of Mm. my friends went there and he was like do you want like we have extra tickets I regret it now but
1: he had that new album a few years ago and when Saviour Tears came on it has like that very like I don't know I I was driving and Mm. the first time I heard it it just like I felt like I was in a fucking DeLorean even though I'm in like Shitbox Ballast yeah Yeah, but I just like I felt like I was like in a Tron game or some shit yeah yeah, 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 I just I love the vibe that he's going on
0: I can't drive the speed limit when that tune's on yeah um, (laughs) does he get something weird with his face is he had plastic surgery? Oh, uh, that
1: was just for a music video, I think. Yeah. Or oh, right. he just looked like a fucking mutant. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Good. <laughs> <laughs> you got more names? Hit me with some names.
0: I don't know if you're going to get this one. Sarah s***.
1: Sarah, Sarah s***. <laughs>. Ooh. This feels like a deep cut. That, Like it... Uh. Perpetually pregnant. And oh, pregnant fuck positive. this woman. I, oh my <laughs> God. No, I know who the fuck you're talking about. This fucking dumbass. Like, how did we both end up in groups with her? Like, this woman fucking... Ugh
0: three like two he was in a group with her one semester and like uh s- 6 months later yeah we're both in groups so they're like he's like oh his fucking broad's pregnant she can <laughs> she can't do she was giving birth so she couldn't
1: right, give, no, no no but she the thing is like group work. we had 4 <laughs> yeah. weeks yeah, yeah. to work on it and then like the weekend that it's due she was like hey guys sorry i'm i'm giving birth so i can't do the work yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm like listen
0: and she gave birth like six months later right and then another time and then another time she told me two kids have corona i was like you can't have kids in yeah. six months and come on they think got She's, corona the last week i of don't like I, at
1: this point i am not even sure that she has kids <laughs> yeah. like i think i think she was just we using it because fake kid
0: yeah perpetually COVID fuck. positive and pregnancy <laughs> stupid sarah that is a deep God cut but holy it. fuck yeah that just my blood is boiling now <laughs>
1: All Group right. work Ugh.
0: Jagmeet Singh. Jagmeet Singh. He's uh yeah, he's I, Tron- huh? Tronian, no? Yeah. He's from T O, yeah. Yeah. I mean, okay, okay. <laughs> I mean he's just a guy. Okay,
1: okay. he's just a guy. because Canadian politics is they're okay. just guys. Right. <laughs> That's how I feel about it all. Chamath. Yeah, Chamath. He's uh I okay, so he really popularized SPACs like a few years ago. Yeah. And uh in Korea right now, pretty much all of the the listings are either Tech companies that are listing two, two or three years late, mm. or just like SPACs. Like, I don't know who the fuck is subscribing to these because what are SPACs? So SPACs are like um. So generally, when a when a company debuts on the market, they have to go through a really intense vetting process. Mm. But SPACs are basically a backdoor mm. where you buy this product that it's basically like a stock, but it doesn't. It belongs to like a bank or an investing company or something. Mm. And then they use the money that they raised by selling the spax hmm. to buy a company and get it listed like through the Kickstarter? I mean kind of it's Barnes? like bonds. It like huh? Bond? No, no, no. It's not like bonds. It's like, um, it's like, uh, Sounds like some shady shit. Yeah. No, it, <laughs> yeah, totally. I mean, I don't, I don't invest in them because it's it's really just a gamble. Because what you're doing is you're betting that the company that's selling the SPAC is going to find a good company to buy that will get right, listed. Right, okay. Right. And then, like, if you, oh, yeah. Okay. okay right. Yeah. So it's, it's like, like, it's a uh, backdoor to get right, into the market and to get there listed. There's a
2: similar system for, uh, what do you call it? Getting, uh, property what is it called? real estate real mm. estate like you pay a company certain things and then the company will buy real estate oh
1: like REITs yeah REITs yeah I yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah REITs are um I mean I, I like yeah. REITs personally because they they're they're good for cash flow but um generally like I don't know because REITs at least like you know they're buying a tangible thing mm. and they're, they're getting a lot of income from rent and then the value of the 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 properties that they buy go up and then they sell them and they make a profit and then you get a return. So it's like very easy to understand. But then SPACs are literally, you're just giving money to people who who are just giving, yeah, hoping that they'll do a good job vetting the companies that they're buying. Mm -hmm. And then that those companies will actually pan out and that not only will they pan out, but that they'll also gain traction within the market and like... There's – usually when you buy a stock, you research the company, you know as much as possible, but they don't even have a company when you're buying the SPACs. So, Mm. it's like a – yeah, very – I think they really became popular when people ran out of things to invest in, when the bull market was just going (laughs) on. There was one or two that
3: blew up, (laughs) and and then everyone went, whoa, this is the Mm -hmm. new way.
1: Was it Square? I think Square was a big one. There
3: was one or two that really – a few guys hit the jackpot, then it became kind of normalized. Yeah, yeah. Mm. But
1: like – I mean, personally I w I don't reinvest in them because I don't I literally don't know what the fuck I'm buying. Yeah. So <laughs> it doesn't interest me.
0: No doubt. No. All right. Yeah. Sh- I think it's Shimulu. Shimulu.
1: Ah, this guy. Shimulu. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Uh, Kim's convenience.
1: Yeah. And also he- um Shangqi.
0: Yeah, he's a. Um- yeah,
1: Shang This he- guy's corny. I don't know why. Yeah. The Twitterverse like hates this guy. Yeah. He just seems like a corny dude. Like yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Shang-Chi. He's in, you know, <laughs> he
0: is Shang-Chi, okay. yeah. He started off yeah. in a small Korean-based a Netflix, Netflix show. Yeah, right? Netflix. Yeah, Kim's Convenience. Kim's Convenience, yeah. yeah. Dude, I watched the first season of that, maybe, with my wife. It was yeah. hilarious. I just liked like it because, like... Yeah, yeah. Like you just if you didn't leave here, you he couldn't possibly understand mm. why buddy's shoving his fingers up his friend's ass and yeah. it's
1: funny. Yeah. <laughs> and but then like, like Yo, what are I, you doing? Yeah, and then it's just like just literal sexual chin. harassment. Yeah, yeah. Like having when I was in one though, the first time that happened to me, nobody warned me about what Dongti was. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They were just like I just had a fucking kid's fingers up my ass yeah, so like yeah. just very suddenly and yeah. I did not know what to do. There's no recourse. Like Squeeze. <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah, I told I told another buddy and he was like, just kick backwards, it's okay. Yeah, yeah. Just give him up <laughs> Yeah, but Kim's convenience was actually really. um, I mean, just as like a first-generation Canadian, it was it was really nice to to have a little bit of representation. Like I feel like representation these days is kind of blown out of the water, but it's like at the time it was just it was nice not only to see Toronto being Toronto on screen, Mm. but also just to have like just there. There's a couple episodes where it's like the tension between having immigrant parents and. Growing up in Toronto, yeah, is
0: like this is tough. That's an interesting because they got the mm-hmm. you know the mindset of the old country,
1: yeah, yeah. But what one thing that actually fucking pisses me off about that show is that in real life, they would not be speaking English at home, like no, oh, no yeah, nobody yeah, yeah, would. Yeah. but I, I get that you have to like you know market it and yeah, shit, yeah. but like, but still, yeah,
0: I like, love the uh, the mom's part of I, I think it's it's deadly accurate that mom's part of the church. Oh and yeah, like, yeah, a yeah. lot of a lot of shit that you know her kids are doing or really reflect
1: did yeah.
0: in her and her standing at the church. No, like, I, I grew up was... around
1: a lot of Korean Canadians, and yeah. like the church is such such an like strong institution there because yeah. that's where like they have like basketball leagues for Korean churches and like yeah. like very 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 tight knit communities. Well, how, so. how
0: it is here? Like it's it's a lifestyle almost. Mm-hmm. You like you spend most weekends you go. You spend the whole the whole
3: day there, man. Yeah. I
0: asked a lot of my kids, well, how was your weekend? They like, go, well, it's Sunday. <laughs> but from still, most 9 of these
3: guys to... immigrating are not Christians when they immigrated. Right, think. right,
1: right. That's the thing. Like, I, I mean, have, you get But it's a
3: community to get You're an immigrant and, yeah. and you go, shit, I'm lost. What do I do? I'll yeah. oh,
1: come to the church. There's lots of Christians.
3: Okay. Yeah. And now everybody's a Christian. Yeah, that's right. how
1: you get your bearings there. But like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I had friends who were like super deeply Christian until like they realized that they don't actually believe in <laughs> yeah. any of the religious part of it. It was just a community, and yeah. they were just like yeah, so right. many
2: immigrants to Korea too. Like mm-hmm. the churches approaches them, and then they just go. Yeah, yeah. really. So many people from Unist, uh, like international people. Well, if you're mm-hmm.
3: dude, if you're lonely and you need it's someone like, to go yeah. talk to or yeah. whatever, and uh, uh, people from church I mean, African I know that you typically South Africans, uh, some of the Africans, right? Yeah, but yeah. those guys were. Christian, heavy Christian. Yeah, they were already Christian
1: before they came over, here. Yeah.
3: I don't know a lot of I like, mean, I don't, I don't really know like, a lot of Uzbeks or Kazakhs that start going to church or, oh yeah the, the, Filipino, people, the Filipinos all go to church anyways. Yeah, yeah. So. Like,
2: I have a lot of Indian friends who just go to their weekend activities. No, not as like religious, not sometimes
3: at church, yeah. Hmm.
2: Not as religious uh, stuff, but just to have a community and yeah. just do something. Yeah. yeah. And the church also organizes the activities in similar way then, like English speaking contests and shit like that. Yep. But yeah, like <laughs> I, I
1: just feel like generally churches were built to be kind of like social centers as opposed to well, that's uh, actually we, we refer our,
0: our grandparents, and I think I mean there was obviously some. Uh, some belief in the in the teachings but more it was more of a community yeah. yeah that's what we do on Sundays we go hang out yeah exactly and then they have like community
1: yeah. outreach which is and then like you just slap a little bit of Jesus onto the titles and, yeah. and then uh, yeah but it's, it's more just like yeah building so it's not bad right?
2: like they're teaching like some people uh, go and learn piano or violin
1: yeah yeah I mean it's, there's nothing inherently bad about yeah. that type of institution a
2: which says this is Jesus' blood mm-hmm. like
1: yeah but like yeah i I feel like there's nothing inherently wrong with such institutions it's just that uh the way that they can be weaponized just to yeah yeah, just to push ideology is really fucking no doubt yeah that's not not my cup of tea let's keep cruising here neverson heatley the third okay this guy was your prof but this guy was a g like i feel like in another life he was really he was really moving weight no no.
0: (laughs) dude I, i this was the strictest prof i've ever had Absolute ball buster. Like, do he would give you the instructions, but if you were one word over, like, yeah, like it, your your word counts seven fifty, and your title brings it to seven fifty one, you get half marks. Yo, bro, it's like, like, oh my god. Yeah. I told this guy about him. Two minutes later, sends back he goes, "Hey, this guy's been fucking booked like ten times. You see his yeah. his mug shots. And you're
1: like, oh my Whoa. god. Yo, but he has that like that using the wire, right? He yeah, has yeah. that like Omar energy. Yeah." Oh, Just, man. he's like a professor. <laughs>
0: he's, uh, no, but, but I, I fuck mean, with that got, guy. He's he really cool. For, like, not paying child support or something. But this guy's got, like, three <laughs> PhDs. Like, oh, he's, oh, yeah, he's, a, he's a monster. And, you know what? <laughs> Just showed it to him as a professor, dude. That guy pushed me and, and guided me more than any, any yeah. other, uh,
1: Yo, but it's, it's, that. that's like a good hard time that somebody gives you. I had one prof who just like, he was like, you plagiarized this. And then oh, he, he sent me the fucking like, I was like, I didn't plagiarize shit. And yeah, then he was like, okay, let me send you the report. And it was like one of those, uh, the fucking, l- yeah, the turn it in thing. And like, all, it was like, it says it was 16% plagiarized. And the part that was plagiarized was the fucking bibliography yeah, 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 and <laughs> the correctly sourced quotes from those oh, texts. And was I was just te- like, you had them you...
0: twice too, didn't
1: you? Yeah, yeah. Oh. But like, I, I realized I got, I think I, had like a 97 in that class and then i looked at the average and it was like 81 yeah i was like oh okay i guess i did well but it, it just didn't feel i didn't feel like i was doing well because this guy was hitting me with like the stupidest shit yeah yeah that, that was actually the one part where i was like I, I might just drop out because this is not fucking worth yeah, my time no fun
0: yeah All right, let's keep moving on here drake
1: drake respect
0: yeah for me dude he would like he acted he was a kid in the wheelchair in degrassi degrassi junior high yeah um and then i I came here and then i go home and there's people like drake drake and i looked i was like i i felt it was so i i missed the whole like uprising or whatever yeah yeah. and i went back and people were so into it and i had no idea about it i felt it was inauthentic i was like Who is
1: this I hated this guy for the first little bit because, Mm. again, like I was saying, Toronto when we were growing up at that time, it was still pretty small. Mm. So, like, he literally went to high school with so many people. Like, my cousin. He went to high school with my cousin at Forest Hill. And, like,
3: also... You mean he was on, like, the eight-year program or...? He was was (laughs) just...
1: Uh, I think he was there because he was doing Degrassi at the same time. So, he would show up, sell a few mixtapes, and then not not come back to school for a few months or some shit like that. Mm -hmm. I don't think he graduated for a while. But, anyway, like, um... (laughs)
0: I didn't know that part of him,
1: yeah. everybody kind of knew who he was, but then he had that, like, started from the bottom, now we're here. Yeah. But then I knew he went to Forest Hill, and he lived in Forest Hill, which is a very rich neighborhood. Son of a gun. But then, like, yeah. years later, he dropped this song called Western Road Flows, and, like, I'm, that's where I'm from. That's my yeah. neighborhood. And I didn't actually realize, because I never read his bio. I was just yeah. a hater for, uh, like, a decade. Yeah. And uh, I realized, like, he actually grew up in the area where I grew uh. up. And after that, he I think the rhyme was like, western road flows i do this for the homie renny back when we couldn't buy pizza because we were down to pennies yeah, yeah, yeah feel like we go back a century running the store for centuries that's like that's, that's the it. community like yeah. that's you run into the fucking 7-eleven at jane and weston you buy a century club you break it up you toss out the inside and then that's a blunt rap like, yeah, uh, <laughs> that's that's the culture yeah. so like it was i mean it was it's, it's nice to see a toronto boy blow up and become like he's become huge who, yeah he's the biggest artist in the world
0: i like i i try to deny G-G-B-T-S. it forever yeah. oh yeah true <laughs> i try true. to deny okay. it for i was just like I, I couldn't, the God. man i don't know i just everybody, couldn't wrap everybody. my head around it
1: but it's weird because like, just seeing anybody canadian at that level when mm. we were younger i don't feel like that was other than like you know like wayne you know yeah. <laughs> just like actual, when he yeah. when he
3: blew up i was like who never heard of this guy who is he Mm, and yeah. I go and find like I don't know any of these songs, and they don't yeah. they sound like sh- yeah just shitty rap that I'm not gonna listen to yeah yeah. But what well, you know like I grew up listening know, like, to, I League? grew up listening <laughs> to Snoop and Chris Cross and
1: oh Tim fuck yeah Kock the gods and, that's that's the real shit
3: and and I don't know but some of those you just you can kind of jive with a little more mm-hmm. I don't know I was like this must be like new age rap stuff I can't yeah, yeah. get into I don't I don't feel it and it probably wasn't for a couple of years until I heard a song that I knew. Mm-hmm. And I was like, because if it's top 40 or, or whatever, I'll you, you hear it. And then I was like, oh, okay, he sings that. That's a pretty big song. So yeah, yeah. But what else is there? Like when I think of, you know, famous artists, usually, you know, five or 10 songs, at least the yeah. ones that are played all the time. Yeah. But maybe they're too vulgar for the radio. I don't know.
1: Yeah. I don't know. I, I mean, I just didn't like him because I, again, I also grew up with like hood rap, like Ooh. hardcore rap. And then like his first hit was a uh, best I ever had, hmm. which was like a singing track. And people were like, this guy's a rapper from Toronto. It's like, isn't that fucking Wheelchair Jimmy? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, Like, how is this, dude? Yeah. Like, how is this the face of hip-hop now? And I I, I was really a strong hater for, like, 10 years, but yeah.
0: then... It was weird to yeah. just come home and be dropped into, like, this is the coolest rapper around. You're like, yeah. wow, I've, Yo, but out then, I've been doing Privates in Korea for a while. I don't know what the hell happened here. Yeah. But then <laughs> you have the fucking Weekend.
1: Cool. Weekend also, Toronto. Yeah. He was big. Who else is there? Um, Alessia Cara for a couple of years. Rascals checkmate, Cardinal thrust in Fuck chocolate. Fuck yes. Let's go. Okay. All right. So um, Cardinal used to live up the street. He, Vaughn in, in Oakwood is where okay, okay. was the area. And everybody knew who or where his house was. Cardinal official. Yeah. But the thing is, I don't know if it was actually his house or if that was just like the neighborhood like. Lore. Yeah. Lore. Where it's like, there's just two stone lions yeah. in the front and there were gates and it was locked all the time yeah. so maybe it was just like a really hoodie house but everybody was saying like that is cardinal's house yeah. and growing up like we were like this is the this is the the guy <laughs> and like but the thing is there was he had one track uh the anthem Bacardi slang Bacardi slang is like classic yeah. that's, that's like that's real hip-hop but he had this one track called the anthem that was like supposed to be like i'm from the t.o yeah. that thing and like as corny as it is like when i hear it here yeah It just like, like, I'll I'll just play it in my car just to be like, that's, it just feels like home, even though it's like fucking, it's not a good
0: song. The one for me was Northern Touch. Northern Touch? Okay. Dude, I don't know. It was middle school. I used to turn that up in my house so loud. I don't they were all Canadian. Their yeah. rappers were all over Canada. And they yeah. were, I don't know, that, that song hit at the at the right time, man.
1: Yo, but the Rascals, one time for your mind. They were like classic yeah. too. They were like watching Rap City and then seeing... Oh, Rap City. Yeah, Rap City. Oh. That's a classic. Watching music. But seeing them yeah. like seeing a Canadian group being represented on mm. like a, a hip hop channel that's supposed to be mostly for like the biggest artists in the world. That was like Puff Daddy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that type of thing. Yeah. But uh, it was just really nice to see some Canadian representation.
0: Uh, we had Zach in here a while ago. He was telling us that in Canada, radio, anyways, legally has to play like a minimum of like thirty percent. Oh, all
1: the all the like CBC. Okay, like, it's got to yeah. be it,
0: of Canadian content.
1: Yeah, and then also, yeah. so yeah, one thing I was talking to a buddy. Like this is like ten years ago before I left. I don't know if it changed, yeah. but um, I had a few friends that were doing a stand up, and they were saying if you wanted to even try to pitch uh, a sitcom mm. there needs to be something identifiably canadian about it yeah. otherwise the cbc will not fund it huh and that's yeah, why like there's it's all
0: about life in california be eat pancakes <laughs> with maple
1: syrup <laughs> but that, that's why like the cbc cbc content is just so fucking whack like because it's <laughs> they always they always push some shit over the line where it's like okay we just need to remind everybody that this is canada Mm. like um where was it there they had this one like it was supposed to be like a comedy detective show Mm. called insecurity which it sounds Mm. kind of funny Mm. but then like half the time they were just name dropping ndp candidates and it's like who wants to watch this (laughs) like god yeah super annoying
0: gross yeah. Oh dude, you ever walk by Much Music and like look in the window? Yeah. You ever one of those
1: guys? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> look at him, I, I miss TV. <laughs> I really miss Speaker's Corner. Yeah. Because that was just where you had like the freaks yeah. and they could just pay a dollar and then get put on TV to do whatever the fuck they wanted yeah. and like I, they tried to bring it back but like it's hard to do now that you have YouTube. YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> like YouTube is a free Speaker's I'm Corner. I'm not going uh, yeah. to pay a dollar. Yeah, but that's like that's like a that's fucking that's a cultural artifact that Sometimes I'll just like watch Speaker's Corner on YouTube. <laughs> oh. uh,
0: last one, Doug right. Ford. <laughs> Enough said. <laughs> we'll leave it at that. Yeah. Yeah. He was our he was our crack smoking mayor of Toronto. Yeah. Nice.
1: Oh, that was Rob. <laughs> Doug is Doug is the premier right now.
0: Oh, Rob's a brother. Oh, shit. I wrote yeah. down I wrote down Rob and I was like, Oh, I think Doug's a brother. Okay. I yeah. met the crack smoker.
1: Either Rob. way. Oh, Rob? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean it's weird because he has it's it, like I don't know how his reputation got revived as being like like a champion of the people, but this dude wasted so much government tax money, and also he fucked up the entire LRT system plan that was in place okay. for like eight years, and then he spent like a couple, I think it was like 500,000, which is not much really, but like to get rid of bike lanes that nobody was complaining about. <laughs> like, it, it made that, no sense. Yeah, he got, rid of bike so lanes. So they spent like money and everybody was like, oh, this is great. Our city is becoming more accessible to bikers. And then he became president, er, president, fucking mayor. Mm. And, uh, and he was just like uh this is a, there's a war on the car so we're going to get rid of bike lanes and bring it back to drivers and nobody was asking for this <laughs> it's just like because because after toronto became like mega city it was like a lot of the suburbs got incorporated and he was representing yeah. a suburb who of people who don't really he's, spend time uh, in the city so
0: he's uh yeah. it was funny man it, it, to hear the different perspectives on it of yeah. like
1: he he doesn't take
0: uh he doesn't take limos to work, he's saving the city money. And then you look, you're like, Oh yeah, but he's wasting it all over here. Yeah. And then it was what, a year before the when the rumors start coming out was a year oh, yeah. after when they caught him. Someone came out or someone contacted the news station and said, We have a video of the mayor smoking crack on like nice. a Tuesday, nice. it wasn't. It wasn't
1: like a look. It might just be me, but I don't give a shit if my mayor is a crackhead. If he's governing well, if he does yeah. well, yeah. but if he's just fucking throwing all the money into like just like getting rid of bike lanes to make people in the suburbs happy, like fuck out of here. Oh, dude, I do not care about him smoking crack. I do care it's about so him wasting funny, fucking though. tax money on nothing.
0: It's that's so funny, especially I mean coming coming off the the tail end of Chappelle's show. Oh yeah. Or like yeah. you know, one of the funniest characters there is a, is a crackhead, and yeah, like I don't know, he just Chappelle's skit. What was his name, Ty- Tyrone Bigums? Yeah, Tyrone he, makes, <laughs> <laughs> he makes uh, he, you know, some Joe Rogan, yeah, <laughs> smoke rocks. Oh,
3: <laughs> Jeffy's a big uh, rock man, but what, uh, uh, one more, yeah. just well, uh, Manny Pacquiao,
1: Manny Pacquiao is Ooh. that is like culture. Culture. You, that's all I got to say. More
3: Filipino when you see him winning belts and stuff. Or I know oh, I totally past did. past his yeah. prime now, but I mean, I love the guy. He was always kind of the underdog. Yeah. Uh, you know, never supposed to make it, and he was just leveling guys. Yeah. And I think I watched every one of his fights.
1: Yeah. Um, I
3: mean, just yeah. love the kid. He was awesome.
1: Brian and I were talking about boxing yesterday about how like oh, like I grew up watching uh, boxing and stuff, and like Manny was because like I, I mean I I really liked. You know, like Eric Morales and those guys growing up. So the, the that division was something that I always watched. But oh, then it used to
3: be amazing. Yeah, it used man. to be incredible. Yeah. Every other week there'd be a primo fight.
1: Yeah. Oh man, it's it's all dead, which fucking sucks. But I when Manny started winning and he started going on these runs, my dad, me and my dad, would go up to a Pacific Mall, which is like very uh lots of uh, like a mall where they sell bootleg tapes and stuff. Right. And uh, we would get these bootleg recordings of those fights. Me and my dad would just sit and watch Manny fights like oh. all fucking day. And the literally <laughs> the weekend before I came to Korea was the night or was the fight against um what's his name? Mayweather. No, it wasn't the Mayweather fight. It was uh uh oh, fuck. De La Hoya. Marquez, Marquez, Marquez. When he got fucking knocked on his ass oh, and just like the first that. big beat. Dude. And like Whoa. and he fucked that was a that was a hard knockout. Man. Yeah, he was he he got slept. Yeah. But like that was like my last memory of my fucking like cultural idol yeah, yeah, yeah. before moving here i was like i was like i felt like i was just gonna go out with a big win because they that was the end of their yeah. their like a series of fights and yeah, a, yeah exactly and uh,
0: who am i as a person yeah and i was like i was like
1: yeah fuck i'm gonna go out on a win and then this dude is just asleep <laughs> on the mat for 30 seconds i was just like
0: uh that would dude you yeah. wonder after that fight like can you come back like yeah, how? yeah
1: Yeah, and then like, you get (laughs) shit. But like, again, he's Filipino. Even like everybody in Toronto, all the Filipinos definitely had their own like house parties where everybody got together just to watch the fight. And like, everyone was cheering and shit. And then as soon as he got slept, silence. Oh, yeah. Silence. And then just like, that was
3: unbelievable. You'd never. It was a dream. Dream. Mm-hmm. Like Maybe you, you wobble down, but never just lights out. Yeah, yeah,
4: yeah.
1: And then like, but it was just silent. And then everybody started trying to like make excuses. Like maybe after he knocked out Ricky Hatton, <laughs> yeah. he was, he didn't oh, have the fire. Here, yeah. Oh, that was a dope yeah. fight. But he was, they were just like, maybe he didn't want to hurt anybody anymore. So he wasn't as aggressive. And then, then people were talking shit. So he got too aggressive. And since uh, Marquez is a counter puncher, it mm-hmm. played into his game. But like, this is, uh, I mean it that was it, really it that was really it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. But there in, in boxing too though, like one loss is a that's a big yeah you know, that's a big thing to yeah. <clears throat> urge it to get slept like that in yeah. that part of your career that's not uh, Yeah.
1: But I mean at the he's one of the greatest boxers of all time and Absolutely. Like, love the guy. And love watching him too.
0: Yeah. Oh here if you want to throw up Manny Pacquiao, what about Efren
1: Reyes? Efren Reyes? Yeah. Uh, not in the pool? Not really. He's the, I mean, like uh, I've seen the I've seen the videos, but like, the best – he's
0: yeah. he's known for like. Well, I mean, he's he's an incredible pool player, but he's yeah. got the the YouTube video of, like, yeah, he has, the best shot ever made. It was, yeah. like, the last rack on a nine-ball tournament for, like, the championship of the world, and he made, like, a triple bang shot and just knocked Oh, yeah, first. yeah, like, yeah. Oh, it's so – you yeah. couldn't – man, yeah. uh, under I mean, pressure like, like that, like, it would be impossible to do.
1: From what I understand, he also has a lot of flair. Yeah. But, like, again, I the thing is, when I moved here – all of my connections to any aspect of filipino culture were severed because that's family at home and then like you get a lot of the culture from family parties mm. or like every weekend you're meeting a cousin yeah, yeah. or like even at home my parents only speak ilocano so like that's what i spoke back home yeah, yeah. and then i came here i don't I like i've lost so much of that language yeah. because i don't use it i don't have family parties like that anymore so like any famous person in the Philippines, I used to know like everyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now I don't, I'm fucking stuck in 2013. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so. Nice. Yeah. I have references to, like I'm, I'm just, I, I just, I'll I just just date myself if I try to, yeah, yeah. if I try to like, like communicate my Filipino-ness. Oh,
0: dude, I, I make yeah. references in my class, like Britney Spears and people are like, what? Yeah. I'm like, yeah, you know, like uh, when people are famous, famous. and then they're, <laughs> yeah. uh, and then they go crazy. Yeah. Like, we don't know who that Mike. Justin Timberlake, <laughs>
1: yeah, right, right. Just, yeah, whatever,
0: just throwing some random things. It's like, is that
1: like is that a fucking geological feature of Canada? Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> Timberlake, I, <don't> <laughs> I like it. Let's go into uh, the genesis of Sekider. Was this a way to avoid University of the People? It, was yeah. this uh, just like get my mind off it? What uh, yeah, what it was, started the whole uh, the ball rolling there.
1: To be honest, it was just kind of like when when the pandemic hit, I realized a lot of people around me were not financially not even financially scared just like financially literate yeah, 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 and like I feel like no matter where you are in like ideologically there's we live in a society in a capitalist society so you need to be able to survive yeah. and if you nobody teaches you how to then like there's no fucking way that you can even you know stay stay steady yeah. if nobody if there's nobody that talks about money and I don't know why I don't know if that's just like our culture but like in Canada money is not ever talked about like publicly yeah you know like you just don't talk about money you don't talk about politics but with money it's just like i don't i don't know why we don't because everyone needs to know how to survive within the society in which they live and uh yeah anyway so i figured like why not like expand a little bit of financial education that's really in, in like a in a really accessible way then I kind of went off the rails because I also realized that like people don't know shit about a lot of Korean companies. And it takes a lot of work to even just like start reading a fight like a, a untranslated um, just like a financial reporting. Mm-hmm. So I was like, OK, maybe I'll talk about companies, too. And then, uh, yeah, I, I also had to write essays about education and I got fucking <laughs> <laughs> my brain started rotting. I was like, I need to have another outlet. So. I, think, I think that's outlet. one of the good
3: parts of social media is, I mean, there's a lot of bullshit health. And and stuff on there, mm-hmm. nutrition and fucking eight million diets and exercise squats and this that. But I think the financial part of it, people at least if they, I mean they were financial illiterate before. They know they are now. Yeah, I mean yeah, before yeah, yeah, people yeah. just thought, well, I'm just like everybody else. But mm-hmm. now they know everybody's financial illiterate, and there's so many tricks and secrets. And if I just spend a little bit of time, I might be able to make. A big difference in my life yeah yeah and and whether it's just like you know starting the tax-free savings account in canada for your kids or or whatever Mm -hmm. but there's so many little things that nobody does teach you yeah and And, they add up
1: they add up like really quickly and
3: there's guys bullshitting on the finance side of it too but yeah i mean they get rich fast but in terms of setting up the future setting up for the kids generational wealth this kind of stuff Mm -hmm. somebody just says fuck it i'm gonna go on and tell the secrets of the rich how they do it yeah. Why none of these guys pay taxes? Yeah, how that how they get away with it? Why why debt is good? And, and well, there's good debt and bad debt. But right, right, how the rich use the debt to benefit. And I think that's a lot of stuff people would never have known for another hundred years if it wasn't for social media.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And and it was
3: kind of like the rich guy's secrets and and that was it.
1: Yeah. And then and again, part of that generational wealth is not the actual wealth, but the knowledge of how to manage that wealth. Mm -hmm. And like there's always, you know, that saying where it's like it takes two generations to destroy like a a fortune, but like it doesn't have to.
0: Mm, If you know what you're doing.
1: Yeah, exactly. And like if people who don't have as much money are taught how to manage it, then maybe they can snowball it. Yeah. Right. And there, there are a lot of guys giving out tips and shit. I don't really give out tips because <coughs> I don't one, feel like that's not really my thing business.
0: I, you, I mean, you preface every video with like, "Listen, I'm gonna deliver some information. Yeah. What you want to do with it is your is, is up to you." But this is what I think, and, yeah. and it's whatever. Really educational,
2: right?
1: Yeah. 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 No. I, maybe, honestly, I just I feel like I don't have the right to tell anyone what to do with any aspect of their life, especially their money. But the yeah. more they understand about how to manage it, the more they have the ability to make, like, conscious decisions. Yeah,
3: I think lots was just opening their eyes to stuff. Right, right, yeah. right. And some
2: things are, like, so trivial uh-huh. that it's stupid not to follow those uh, right, right. habits. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah. Like, like
1: who? what is it? Ro- the rotating debt? Credit card debt? It's like, that's how credit cards make money. And once you understand how credit cards make money, you can understand how you're getting suckered into yeah. just paying out minimums every single month and never paying off your debt yeah. i
3: like, like the guy who says the best investment you could make is just pay off your damn credit card yeah don't be looking at it you're paying 14 16 20 20 just pay off your credit card yeah, don't even off. worry about investing pay off your damn credit card mm-hmm. nobody's going to give you 25 percent. no one's going to be 18 percent. yeah exactly pay off your damn credit card and they go oh can do that yeah Yeah. that's pretty smart
1: okay so we're in an era of like rich flexing and even if you don't have money you just flex it but then i had a buddy who was like you know he was he he had a high income but at the end of the year i was saving more than him with like half his income and he's like how the fuck do you do it and i was just like well like if you spend money you can't have the money so (laughs) like like if you're spending it like you're not gonna have it after so this is not this is not rocket science just that was a big thing we used to talk about in
0: our early days here it's like you you can make whatever however much your your salary or privates or whatnot but in the end it's gonna be how much you save like you have those years before marriage or early marriage before the kids come like to really grind out and in see how much you can throw away and we thought like in terms of working opportunities or amount of classes and whatnot like mm-hmm. we always thought it's finite like th- this gravy train's gonna end at some point and, yeah and it was in saving was a big saving was a, uh, a big part of it and someone i knew in the early days was like oh man only three days till payday he was like what i <laughs> know <laughs> yeah how come how? on we get yeah. we like
3: we fucking they, they pay for your house yeah they pay for your plane right here like yeah but they've been living like that their whole life <gasps> yeah so it's not just they didn't oh, just start that they've been they been doing that all along or they never they were on they were on the breast until they left and
4: yeah
3: and this is the first time that you actually you can't phone or get help or you know there's not shampoo and food in the cupboards you actually have yeah. to do it so. Mm-hmm. You learn your priorities. You learn what you need. and Yeah.
2: I get fucking anxious. Like, we went to Kimbab Jungook with a friend, and he's like, oh, let's see if I have my, if I have, like, a non-zero balance. I was like, "What the fuck. That's, that's why. That's, that's, that's I mean, fall, though, that's shit? that shit
0: you go through in like, uh, mm-hmm. in, like, early high school or something, or yeah, uni, yeah.
3: like, oh, i got to pay for tuition this month. <laughs> yeah. I wonder how much is left, but God. Well, before it was Mudfest. How much? 150 bucks. Oh, fuck. I forgot we about go, Mudfest. We go, <laughs> we go for three days. Oh, that's a lot of money. Well, that includes like your bus, your hotel. Your, yeah, for three mm-hmm. days. I mean, it is, yeah, that's pretty really good. It's pretty pretty decent. I, mean, I always I always had the you get ten bottles of soju was ten bucks. Mm-hmm. So then a couple <laughs> lamions, yeah. like you only need like twenty more bucks and you can make it. Yeah, I but just, yeah, always the I, I, and I mean, hey, guys have been here ten years. Oh, 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 oh I gotta save. it. going to Hey, Nikki B. Shout out to him and and the other guys, Petey. Those guys came here, crushed it, paid off their debt, and guys at home were still paying five years after they got back. Probably, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, they just came here. And yeah. I remember Nikki was going to leave, and he said, "Man, two years or three years, paid off forty or fifty grand or something." Yeah, I'm like shit. Why would I go now? I might as well stay and build up another ten, twenty, thirty grand before I leave. Yeah, yeah. Why not? Yeah, why not? Because you I, don't have that that disposable income at home. It's uh-huh. just. You you live in or you spend as the society you live in does, and yeah. more money, more spending. Yeah. It's it's hard to be the guy living within your means in a society that doesn't. Mm-hmm. I always Especially,
0: had a oh, thing. Yeah. yeah, I invented in my head called no. I used to tell myself, all right, no double negatives. So you, I couldn't <laughs> go out on Friday and get wasted and then miss Saturday's classes. You know, oh, like I, I wouldn't go yeah. out and like, oh, I drank too much tonight, and like, oh, I can't teach because you're you're spending money on Friday and you can't make anything on. Did Saturday. Did you ever think of that? What's that? That no, was just part of the plan. Go
3: get hammered and then go teach. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I mean, the hour Five of hours. You, yeah. Yeah. Boom. Get to your class. Yeah. Yeah. It was. Uh, now you get the shot, No,
2: like, that. Uh, you get. Oh, the yeah. That shit. That just, like, that just like. Yeah. You're good. Makes you a Go
3: The. <laughs> par Pargongpar. Par hey. Par. I, you, you never needed that. All you needed was pizza palms, $4 spell. <laughs> yeah, okay. Give care me of. a
0: combination.
3: We the used to get court. home at 3, 4, 5 a.m. I had a two or three room place over there. Yeah. Have a couple of guys sleeping over. We'd pregame, walk across the university, sauced all night, go home. <laughs> guys, people, like a trailer park, sleeping everywhere. Yeah. Boom. Get up, nine o'clock, go do three classes, come home. Everybody's still sleeping. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Order the pizzas, 7 Eleven vodka, five bucks a bottle. Let's get back on Commander, it. But, yeah, nice. But yeah. you made 150, 200 bucks while they were sleeping. Yeah, yeah 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 like you're crazy what are you doing <laughs> well, I'm,
1: yeah I'm paying for yeah. My tonight yeah, I mean, yeah fuck
2: how did uh, you like where does your financial education comes from
1: uh, like I said my mom she ended up working at a credit union and so she always stressed like not necessarily saving or investing she's I would not say she's a good investor like she just gives her money to a financial accountant mm-hmm. and they'll just do everything for her but um or financial advisor not accountant mm-hmm. um But she was always just like, like like I said, like if you spend the money, you're not going to have the money. Mm. So just like be aware of what you can run out. (laughs) Yeah. She's like, if you run out, you're fucked. I'm not going to give you money because we don't have money to give you. Yeah. So either like take care of your bank account or fucking suffer. Yeah. That was that's where for me I was like, all right, I don't want to suffer. Yeah.
3: But I also think now a part of it is. Watch your financial advisor. Yeah, know know what your financial advisors are doing because yeah, yeah. lots of times they're just collecting their check and just doing yeah. whatever the hell they want, not necessarily with your best interest in mind. Right, right. And the corona, like all the the boomers who lost their pensions here. Mm-hmm. I I mean, go, well, why don't you st- if you would have done this, this, or this, you would have been fine. You wouldn't even have to pay that guy.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: And and some of these guys that you know throwing in an index fund for thirty years vs paying a financial advisor yep. x percent the amount the, the difference in 20 30 years can be mind-boggling can yeah, be staggering. It's yeah, yeah, yeah it's huge and, and if all you're doing is giving to a financial advisor and he puts it into an index fund it's like holy yeah and you're I, just I'll paying I'll him do, to, exactly hey, send me your yeah, money I'll, yeah, I'll do that but
1: that's another thing why i like when i when that's i started the percent. channel yeah when i started this channel i was like i feel like a lot of people just do that like they just defer to the experts but we've found yeah. that like it's very difficult to do that these days when their incentives aren't the same as your incentives, right? If you want to just build up enough money in a safe way, relatively safe way for retirement in like 25 years, you could do it. You don't need to pay somebody to do it for you. But Mm. before, because nobody really understood it, they just like, you know, trusted somebody else with their money. And then obviously uh, 2008- the financial crisis that definitely fucked over a lot of people because they didn't even realize that so much of their money was in like CDOs and fucking yeah, rotten ass yeah, yeah, securities and stuff. Especially
2: now there are so many tools Mm -hmm. so that you You can see where your money is and you can exactly analyze like how it has been performing. But uh, it's, I mean,
3: it's a couple hours of basic finances.
2: Right. Yeah. It's
3: it's so little. (laughs) Like guys will spend so much time going to English Hagwan and this and that. Mm -hmm. If you just had a few hours, like even just talking, just talking to some people. Yeah. And, you know, buy a place, live in it, rent out another room. And now all of a sudden you're not paying your mortgage somebody else's Mm -hmm. or buy it and rent it. You don't have to live there. Just buy it and rent it. Yeah. It's just just the most basic, simple things. And they've never considered, never thought. Just put it in the bank. Just save it, Mm -hmm. save it, save it it in the bank. And then what's your money doing in the bank? I don't know. Just sitting there waiting until I get enough. Yeah. Do you know you don't need 500 grand to buy the house? Do you know you could probably do it with 30 grand or you could borrow the rest? Right, right, right. People don't know that. They don't think about it. it yeah. It's such... It's, even it's the like base, save base, some money in basic, the basic level stuff yeah. that would take a few minutes and if people actually listened and applied it, would be just just totally
1: changed. Yeah, low-key people are always like, uh, like it's been a while, why haven't you posted? And it's like, because how many times can I just say save your money? <laughs> <laughs> <Okay. Yeah. laughs> like... Respectfully, I appreciate everybody who's ever watched any of our videos, but like, I, I, it's hard to come up with content that isn't the same content because the rules and the ways of just managing your money. Yeah, you got a so lot of simple. evergreen
0: content, right? Where oh yeah, set up a bank account. This is how you do this. this yeah, you yeah, but that, like,
1: how that. many episodes do I have to make when it's literally the same process and just the same? And we're back. Hey. Keep yeah. saving money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it's like yeah. if you spend your money do you but yeah. also maybe save some just in case yeah. like yeah. that's but that's that's really all it is do you and think
0: there's room in uh in your channel for i don't want to say it, frugally living in korea i could do that yeah there's so many little tips and I tricks in that for <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah just that that you pick up along the way and you're like yeah. oh why would anyone yeah you know buy meat at yeah. full price when yeah. you can just order online on monday or you know
1: we're yeah, a, yeah, a, a, everything. We're or even buy, just, buy, like, buy. just like, just yeah. like, don't
2: that thing yeah. from your channel. Like, buy the coupon for like fifty thousand bucks. You can buy a coupon.
1: Oh, yeah, the Onuri the, Sang the or, the, the or, 5%, percent. or something. Yeah, yeah. 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 All the time. Yeah, Usan yeah. Pay or yeah, Onuri yeah, or, yeah. yeah, yeah. or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Whatever.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. The, uh, yeah, if you buy those, you just like immediately get a return on your money. Yeah, <laughs> 5%. You're yeah,
0: going to exactly. spend the money yeah. On, anyways. Yeah, 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 exactly.
1: And like you are yeah. you can use it where you would already be spending your money. So why wouldn't you save your money? Yeah. But uh, here's the thing like, I was also talking to some of my coworkers, and um, in January, no, no, December, they had a. They had um, a promotion where it was like, oh no no, it was January, beginning of January, where they said, or um, where they were selling them for ten percent off, and I, I made a post. Oh so, my god! Yeah, so like if you buy all of them, exactly. You, <laughs> <laughs> if you pay a thousand, you get a hundred back. Yeah. So you have a, th- you get free money. Yeah. But then I was telling my coworkers, and they're like, ah, oh, but you have to use cash, right? I'm like, you've been employed for like ten years. You don't have you don't have a K? <laughs> you get a paycheck every month. But then like, I don't know that their financial education is yeah. like, is in any place.
0: It's kind of stuff.
1: Yeah. No, I, I, like, I I I like do feel bad having that perspective about other people because I don't know what they know.
0: Yeah. What they've been taught. Or, yeah. yeah.
1: Or like whether or not they even understand how to, how to leverage debt just so that you can have cash on hand and just yeah. make sure that you like, like, you know, my, my mom always told me, if you spend on your credit card, make sure you have that balance to pay it off immediately. If don't you have to, yeah, right, yeah. exactly. Because you're otherwise you're I just mean, borrowing okay. from the your most future. Basic,
3: basic financial rate, Don't yeah. spend what you don't have. Yeah. Sure. Right. I fucking learned hard that with shit. The American government spending eighty trillion dollars <laughs> more than what they actually have.
1: Oh yeah. I mean, we're we're in a very very highly leveraged, not even society, just like world at this point. Yeah. So like it's it's hard to be like not to to not buy into yeah. it, but then. Some people do have the ability to leverage themselves to the tits, and then even if they get wiped out, they'll be okay. But mm-hmm. I would say the majority of people on the planet are not able yeah, to yeah, do yeah. that. Even
2: yeah. as a foreigner, like I get fucking scared if my account goes below the mm-hmm. airline fare. Yeah. Like, oh if yeah, and I need to go home and yeah, I yeah. don't have money. That would be like yeah, right, scary stuff. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But,
1: but the thing is, like, I, I, I have to stop myself often from becoming like an asshole about it because. Again, I don't know what people's life experiences are and I don't want to shame people for not knowing very basic financial Absolutely. like yeah. competence like sorry, financial like rules and for being financially incompetent, but at the same time, like it's not hard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's not that
3: yeah. hard. <laughs> I teach a lot of central asian students uh, as well as some Nepalese, some Pakistanis. Um, the absolute complete lack of financial literacy there is even more. I don't even think they've ever just even thought of money
4: mm-hmm. in
3: in in general. Like just I don't know. I don't know how. But they they say you can tell how <clears throat>
0: or where a person's from by how they talk about money. Where right. if they're talking about like day to day, week to week, sure. month yeah. to month, or you know if you're talking about your annual investments, or if you're like, mm-hmm. hey, I bought this. Because it's going to, my investment is going to mature when I'm 50. But you know, I, yeah.
3: I think I I have lots of, I, I try and connect on a personal level with the students who actually show they want to learn, not these lazy guys who you know, yeah, come yeah. once in a while to explain to them that you can be rich, but not the way you think. You think you yep. got to work your ass off and get go to Harvard or right, something. Right, and get
1: a massive income, that type but, of thing. Uh, <laughs>
3: but if you look at these three financial rules, you'll be rich. Yeah. If you do this, you can be rich. Yeah. These three financial rules available I mean, with our premium account. Different, <laughs> different cultures, different cultures. What is rich? But you guys are here making two, two point five million. million. Mm-hmm. in your country, your dad makes four hundred thousand. Yeah, four hundred dollars a month. Yeah, here you make two and a half thousand dollars a month.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, you guys, five you, guys, you
3: guys should be set by the. If you stayed here just till your 30, you guys should be set. Yeah, but they send the money home. Do you know what your mom and dad are doing with it? Well, just doing what they have to do or whatever. But I was like, they, this is more money than they've ever had. Like you don't ask them where it's going. You right, don't right, account right. for what how they're spending it. That's right. like cold no, tea it's my mom your... and dad. Yeah, but if your dad's buying smokes and booze every day, is yeah. that okay? Mm-hmm. Like you'd stop sending it, but you yeah. don't even ask where it's going. Yeah. Well, they need it and they did. Okay, but they didn't need it before you came here. Mm-hmm. They didn't have that money before you came. You coming here, they invested about $10,000 to get you here. Yeah. You paid that back in your first eight months, mm-hmm. and you've been here four years now. Where's the rest gone? I don't know. I don't know. Okay. Uh, richest Man in Babylon. Right. Read it. Yep. The most basic, basic concepts. Yep. And you might think it's crazy at first, the first chapter, or first, or, or listen to it, whatever you want to do. But the most basic financial concepts. Mm-hmm. Through any time in history, if you follow that, whether you're saving shoes or coins or... Pickles. Food or money, whatever you're mm-hmm. saving, yeah, you save X amount of it, you'll have no problem in the future. Oh, for sure. And, oh, wow. and to, for the look in their eyes when you explain a couple of things to them on how you can achieve financial freedom, and they go, "Shit, he's not lying. It make like it makes total sense. I can do yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. But I thought I had to get this job that pays ten million a month, mm-hmm. or I thought I had to get a PhD. I was like don't do your master what the hell are you gonna do with a master yeah. you don't need your country as a master's you don't need a master's
1: yeah yeah yeah, yeah. start working start hustling church yeah well wh- why do you need a master's no i feel you well that's the thing like also because okay so i grew up in a situation where a lot of the people around me came with like a scarcity mentality yeah so yeah they they nobody taught them how to save nobody knew how to save so for them a lot of the ways to get money was just i mean it was drugs in my neighborhood but like yeah that was they would just take the money and then they would blow it immediately because that's what you do when you have money you spend it but like the number of people who by doing so locked themselves into like these really toxic situations where the money is not guaranteed and also your safety is not guaranteed because literally nobody taught them just to open a bank account yeah or like I don't know just don't spend everything. Don't flex. Yep. And the more you flex, the more you are making yourself like heat score. Yeah. Yeah, Look exactly. at me. Look at me. Yeah. I got a bunch of money. Right. So but, so like, yeah. I don't know. I had a point, but yeah. now I don't. <laughs>
3: do you do you ever consider recommending books on there? Uh, your initial. I mean, I do.
1: Yeah. Out. There there are a few like the ones that I think are are very 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 like uh that hold up like over time are. The rich and Net in ba- Babylon, incredible book. Mm. Um, newer one, Morgan Housel, the psychology of money. Mm. That one's really good because that's super super easy to read. Um, it's they don't use any difficult terms. If you want to get into investing, I like the most important thing, um, and also yeah, but like it's
2: uh, hard to recommend books in twenty twenty three, dude. It's <laughs> the thing is like I
1: personally I I love reading. Like mm. I just devour books regularly. Okay, okay. But like, I would say the majority of people in my life yeah. don't read books, and like, I I do try to recommend some of them. I like I know, rich dad poor dad is like the one that everybody goes yeah. to. But I think really the only concept there that I think is unique is um, what is it? Uh, that like an asset is something.
0: Your house isn't an asset. Yeah, your
1: house isn't an asset. If it's not generating income, it's not an asset. Yeah. And like that's that's a very good idea. That makes sense. Hmm. But I mean, I, I feel like the rest of the book is not like it's not necessary there are better books that are more practical i mm. think
3: he's got good diagrams i think people <laughs> can connect to that book though thinking of oh the right, rich right. dad i think it, people can. oh i have a friend like that or oh i yeah. know something like that or that my dad's not right yeah that shit everything my dad taught me was wrong
1: oh yeah that too yeah but i know love-
3: so, i i mean you think your parents and it but what are they teaching you where did they learn it? it is it right, necessarily yeah. right is it outdated so, yeah. I find out, yeah, a lot of books oh, no, no, don't no, the stand don't. the test. Uh, it, they are outdated. The Wealthy Barber was what my dad gave me when I was young. Yeah,
1: yeah. my mom gave me that too.
3: And, uh, and The Millionaire Next it, Door. It's, it's probably not, not current now, but. Yeah. My dad um, skipped The Wealthy Barber. <laughs> not <it's a> Canadian <laughs> book, no? I, I'm pretty sure <laughs> that one's Canadian, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I go there, one step like further in some of my business box. classes, oh, and I know they don't want to read Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Yeah. Kids just don't like to read now. Yeah. I make him play the game online.
1: Oh, there's a game? I didn't even know He's that. he got
3: a board game online. Oh, okay. It's like Monopoly. It, okay. It's like Monopoly, but it kind of teaches you, like, you're running the hamster wheel, doing all these small deals, small deals, winning, losing, winning, losing, winning, losing. Yeah. But if you can just figure out that if you keep a little bit and build that up, mm-hmm. eventually you'll get off the hamster wheel and into the fast track. Yeah, yeah. And once you get to the fast track, the deals start rolling. Uh huh. And now, instead of making tens of dollars, hundreds of dollars, you're making tens of thousands or hundreds of thousands. Right. And yeah. now your dreams are coming through. Yeah. What is and it called?
1: <clears throat> Fast track?
3: Rich, dead, poor dead. Yeah, rich,
1: dead, poor dead. Like yeah, the that's a game, game, too. The game
3: Yeah, rich, that's dead, game, poor yeah. dead. Fast track, yeah.
1: Right. One thing that I actually also love, uh, one of the channels that I really love is uh, Dave Ramsey because, not because like I think that he's giving the most like um, most economically sound advice because mm. everyone knows, like, I don't know if everyone knows, but generally <laughs> you want to pay off the higher interest debt, right? Then you're not paying as much Interest every day. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. But his strategy was like, I think it's called snowballing that they talk about where it's like you just pay off the lowest interest one because it's not about actually paying off as much as possible but it's literally just getting yourself into the habit of paying off your debt. And then as soon as you see like a low interest small debt get paid off,
0: you get, yeah, it's right, like it, a, it just picks up and reinforcement, start, yeah. yeah,
1: exactly, because you get immediate or more immediate results, yeah, yeah. Like, if you never really see a change, then yeah. there's it doesn't incentivize keeping doing something.
0: But if you can blast off that 20 percent, yeah, you would, uh, okay. I, isn't that how much a credit card is? Right, 17,
1: yeah, 17, uh, well, 17, 18. I mean, and I like 27 Are you, some are you of them?
0: familiar with Rushy Cashy? What is Rushy Cashy? <laughs> when I when Rushy-Cashy. I came, yeah, when I first oh. came here, they had commercials. <laughs> oh shit I- rushy the cashy yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, they had commercials for R- rushy cashy and it was um it, it was like it was on tv like every other commercial is rushy cashy and when you read the fine print dude it was
1: like 40 or 50 percent. are these like payday loans that type of thing uh like what? like instant loans where they're just super high interest but oh, they you give you, you a lot of money like, but they just lock you into it like paying five, off forever. yeah
0: you could borrow oh. five grand at like 40 or 50 percent but it was, yeah. i think it was a japanese company why i don't Damn. unless Aren't someone's coming 80? to break your legs like i don't know you see
2: 40 percent what... interest on in take ticket <laughs> yo but people, people don't are, even fucking know pe- people they, are
3: they
1: don't oh, see the 40 percent; they see the 5k and yeah. once once right? you
3: already f'd up your credit cards your credit score whatever else you don't have a yeah. choice in a lot of times so yeah exactly that's
1: but one thing that i actually do with some of my friends back home i do encourage them to like if they have the option and if they're really underwater, is literally just declare bankruptcy. You yeah. know, fuck up your credit for a few years, but you won't be under like 30, 40K debt.
3: Yeah. And like. Man, you declare bankruptcy for 30, 40K?
1: Yeah. No, I know. It's like 200. Just start yeah. working here. <laughs> start cutting grass, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. But like, I just mean like if these people, if, if they NATO genuinely, genuinely feel like they yeah. can't make their way back.
0: Yeah.
3: Yeah, declare you know, your bankruptcy, mindset, yeah you're not going to declare bankruptcy and all of a sudden you're going to be okay if you can't figure out your way out of even 200 grand then yeah you, that's true. You, you, you got different problems it's yeah hard. that's true i mean it's hard for some people two, uh, yeah i mean you want a mortgage <laughs> you yeah. yeah oh
1: but the, like uh, these people never getting a mortgage anyway yeah and like they're already so so it's just like i don't know i don't when you're in that dire of like debt dire situation it's like there there are no good answers, I think yeah. I mean work your ass off pay off your debt is the best answer, but sometimes that's just not possible so I don't know if 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 you're if you have no way out then I think that's that's the legal way out
0: <laughs> something I think about I don't know if there's a right answer, but for a young generation kid with an average job in Toronto mm-hmm. with the housing prices how they are there's <laughs> i mean people make the have made the case even ten fifteen years ago for renting versus buying. I wonder how that is now. Like, is it logical for someone to take out like a million dollars and try and pay that off? There over? are some thumb rules oh. like the yeah. that you can check. Yeah. yeah.
2: Because uh, one of my friends in Europe, his rent is almost same as his mortgage. So, so if he has a down payment, to, yeah, you might as well. Yeah. 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 He's going yeah, to save yeah. up and just buy the place.
1: Yeah. 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 Uh-huh. And then also it's like it depends on how much your income is. Like if mm. if your interest is going to be over like 50% of your income, then obviously don't do it, mm. especially if rent is like only 30. But that's mm. not really realistic these days. I think in Toronto it's like 45 plus percent of your income goes to rent. Oh. Yeah.
0: Just drowning. Yeah.
1: And like the, originally I feel like I think it was 15 years ago the, the, uh, the, the way they calculated whether or not um, there was affordable housing was if – Your income, if under 20% of your income went to your rent, then that's considered affordable housing. But instead of, you know, I I don't really know how they could manipulate the market to make it cheaper. But like they they just keep pushing up like what is considered affordable housing. So it was like 20 and then it was like 22 and then 25. Now it's 30. If you have
3: have between three, four to 700,000 people coming a year. Yeah. Nobody's making that many houses. You can't push the prices down. Right, right. You can't keep bringing in this many people, and then say the houses are too expensive. Well, cool off the immigration for a year or two. Let the builders catch up. There's yeah. a huge, huge housing shortage. Yeah, but you can't have it both ways. You can't say we want cheaper houses, but there's two hundred thousand people without a home. Right, right, right. That are, that have money to buy a home. Yeah. So it'll it'll never go down unless, I know the last few years has got pretty wild with conflicts and and stuff like this. But yeah. man. As long as you have that many people coming in, which I think is great, and it Demand keeps the economy be. going. but yeah, yeah. God, there's nowhere near enough houses yeah. anywhere. But like and the now, there's yeah. nowhere. Like my brother-in-law builds. He's a contractor. He sells. He does the whole thing from start to finish. Yeah. But he said, Nate, come. I'll give you forty bucks an hour. He's chopping. Starting tomorrow. Soft and mm-hmm. fascia. eavesdropping, Starting tomorrow. Yeah. Twelve-hour days, six days a week. It was like, so I think he hired wow. a couple of the Ukrainian guys yeah, yeah. who just came over from the war yeah and these guys show up today working tomorrow boom a week of training you're a soffit fascia and, and eaves trough guy yeah making 50 60 grand yeah which is bonkers so if you don't have those guys you can't even finish the
1: houses yeah yeah that's true so
3: wow. it, it's yeah. it's messed up
1: yeah and then also you just have so much like it uh, we always see in the news people complaining about how like foreign investors are ruining our market but like Literally, the, our system is designed to encourage that because that's a large cash flow for the government. Like, mm. you can tax the shit out of it and the, they're getting taxed less than they would back home or they don't have the ability to invest in real estate but wherever they are. Like, so it, it's like our our system encourages it yeah. and then they blame foreigners for investing in a system that they encourage. So like, yeah. It, yeah. No, but know.
2: it's like having like a gold pot in your backyard, but then mm-hmm. you can't dig it. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's better to have someone and like he takes a bit of it but you still get some gold out of yeah, it right? yeah, so yeah. it's not like they are stealing money
1: yeah no not i mean so like i money the thing is if it's all done legally or even if it's not illegal <laughs> if if our system if they if they're if the checks and balances aren't being enforced even if they could be then it's like it's it's intentionally looking the other way and in that case like that's that's on us to hold our government accountable Accountable. it's not like we can like if if other people are abusing our government and they're saying okay then that's not we don't need to blame the other people because they're fucking looking out for their own self-interest oh yeah yeah oh yeah but, yeah. uh, how did we get here what the fuck yeah
0: <laughs> I, I I didn't even write down Sekiro actually on the on the list here <laughs> oh it popped up I thought the
1: yeah. logo explains it yeah but yeah. generally it's just like I, I, no I'm, I'm having a good time here I actually <laughs> I, I
2: appreciate the invite for uh, for what's the average age of people who come here as English teachers 25 20, I'd say 25 so for yeah. a 25 year old who's starting out his earning career mm-hmm. give like a 4 or 5 quick
3: tips Twenty-five year learning curve. How about the students who are working? Yeah. And I think they're. Yeah. It's, it's start as early as you can. I mean, I think these get these students that come over and start like, and a lot of students teaching now or, or hustling or mm-hmm. whatever. I mean, I, they should be in the same boat. I mean.
1: Yeah, I mean, for me, it's just like it's okay. The first thing is just I identify how much money you're going to make because you can't make any financial decisions if you don't know how much money is coming in. Mm. Then once you actually know how much you need to survive and how much you can save then really start actually actively saving so create an account um, esp- hopefully like a jokkum or a- yeah not not yegum cuz yegum you have to have all the money at once but a jokkum mm. which is like a like the monthly, monthly. right 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 mm. um, so just start one of those that and don't break it and set the automatic deposit date the day after you get paid
0: just in case
1: yeah right yeah. but but then like you don't cuz as soon as you get the money if you set it to the day that you get paid maybe you don't have the money like they if they don't pay you on time then yeah, it yeah. won't automatically deposit but if you set it to the day after it'll automatically deposit that money that money's out of your account you're saving and then you also see how much like discretionary spending you can do
3: yeah. right
1: so like it just automate your savings because once you do that there's no work left
0: yeah. I've ever seen that on Oprah one time <laughs> Back in the day when I lived Oprah. in Canada, Oprah was on, and the guy's like, "Pay yourself first. and I was like, "What's this guy yeah. talking about?" And then you're like, "Ah, oh, okay, okay, save, save, you know, put your put your savings away before." Yeah, that's really it. Yeah. Save,
1: yeah, pay yourself first.
0: Don't wait to the end of the month and <laughs> see like, "Whoa, okay, I got this much left." Do that first, and then right, right. There, right. I mean,
1: uh, make a budget. That's <laughs> yeah. that's really it. Make a budget. Know how much you have. Know how much you can spend, yeah. and know how much you can save. And then, based yeah. on what your needs are financially. Make your decisions there. Yeah.
0: Right? And all, the, all like, the information, how to do it, can be found on... Seki de. Seki de. Let's
1: go. <laughs> Should I, I... I don't know. Should I just keep making these episodes that are like... Yeah. Do the same thing I said last I, week. I'll, I'll, I'll,
2: I'll give you an idea. Like, right, go. This is uh, like a trend in India nowadays. Like the right. young financial advice YouTubers. Mm-hmm. It's... They call... Their series is called like Fix Your Finance.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: What they'll do is... Uh, so... These cases are very, very uh, particular to particular individuals, right? Like mm-hmm. you can't have a broad strategy for everyone. Right, right, right. So what they do is uh, they go visit one guy
4: mm-hmm.
2: and that guy has his own problems with his own finance and yeah. he has his own targets. Like by 30, he wants to do this. Right. And uh, you can go and have like a one-on-one chat with them and explain exactly talking in terms of like numbers mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like here's your income here's your expense if you want to achieve this target mm-hmm. then this should be the strategy so, oh yeah
1: i would love to do that yeah but then again then then i'm, I'm breaching the territory of telling people what to do with their money and yeah. that's something but that i'm I think not there like, are comfortable doing. so
2: many people who don't know that shit <laughs>
1: oh that's true maybe i could just do it like a theoretical person who's making this amount of money with this particular goal yeah. and then kind of create yeah create like a
3: typical student has a part-time job making this much money i think the daily standard Mm -hmm. teacher
2: like if Mm -hmm. you just go and talk i think it like it's like it has some potential even just seeing the compound
1: interest charts i'll think about that
3: will blow people's minds
1: yeah compound interest is what really blew my mind
3: that like when you see and you go look like you're going to be here for four years if you start now vs if you start a year after you graduate this is the result 20 years Mm -hmm holy shit you start putting instead of sending the whole check to mom and dad you put your hundred bucks into here first and then go ahead and send some money to mom and dad and now you're taking care of mom and dad and you're taking care of your future Yeah. yeah
0: I, uh if I could offer some advice,
3: I would say do the, like, specific to Korea,
0: how to save money or how not, maybe even how not to spend money, like, spending hacks. Yeah, okay. And, and I, I think a lot of it is, is food or... Yeah, I mean, I
1: like, mean, even people who fucking love coffee but don't want to make it, like... Dude, it's four bucks to go to fucking starbucks for a black coffee it's when you can gross. if you go to the fucking convenience store yeah. they sell a cup for like i think it's a buck 20 uh like 1200 and they have like really nice espresso machines and they have good beans yeah. and it's
0: fucking cheap as hell but i mean even breaking down you could do you could do a whole episode on coffee i think that yeah, could, <laughs> yeah. I, you could you could even spur I, I mean you could get into um what's it called affiliate marketing where you know you go to a website and you're like hey Buy this, you know, you put a yeah, yeah. price of Starbucks for a week, 30 bucks, or you could buy this Bodum uh, French press. Ah, true, yeah. Uh, um, I guess when A kettle make... and and order beans from this. Dude, those bag of beans, like there's two ground mm-hmm. bag of beans over yeah, here those... and then the full beans uh, at home, that's like 30 bucks for like
1: yeah, and that six last or you. seven
0: kilos yeah. of, of coffee.
1: Last By the time. end of
0: it, is it is it totally fresh? No. Am I spending a, a penny per cup? Yes. <laughs> Yo,
1: i think you know? the vast majority of people who drink coffee don't like drink coffee if you know what i mean it's yeah, just yeah. like it's just like uh they're there for the caffeine they're not there for like the notes they don't yeah, yeah, shit about yeah, that yeah, so yeah. like and there if you're like, not that person if you like like a little bit of hazelnut fine get a hazelnut bean and even if it goes a little bit older you'll still get what you want
0: there is a uh, i think there should be budget set out for Going to a nice cafe with a view, Mm -hmm. you know, hanging out, having a conversation. But oh yeah, you know, personally, everyone's different. But I don't want to spend four fifty on the way into work, and then again at lunch.
1: Right. Okay. So I get I get spending like six bucks on a coffee if it's a social outing. Yeah. Because I mean, we'll spend like fifty bucks on alcohol just like on a Friday night. But if you're spending your night having coffee at a place with your friends, and that's cool. But like daily. Spending that much money?
0: Yeah. We had a buddy here it's said, a lot. and this is back pre two thousand ten when he's saying, like, dude, I checked my spending, it was I spent like eighty bucks at Pescucci last month like, <laughs> I can't do that
1: anymore. Which is it's it's yeah. insane. And yeah. then yeah, you start
0: when you make these
2: graphs it I think it really helps. Like, yeah, the visualizations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. Just make a graph of Starbucks every day mm-hmm. and yeah. All right, uh, we're changing the <laughs> second <later> to yeah. <laughs> yeah. how
0: to how to save money drinking coffee. But even I mean, yeah, yeah. you could cooking at home, man like just oh, give yeah, some
1: saves. and then just like fucking looking at at the price per 100 grams as opposed to looking at the the, the yeah, actual the, price Yeah, the overall like that price. shit is very like that's a very simple it's not even a hack that's just like literally the best way uh, to new thing buy do, shit
0: too. you get we save a percentage of of our total bill mm-hmm. uh for online home plus delivery because we don't specify what time it has to be delivered you save oh. like 5% oh, yeah? you're like yeah, fuck, I don't care if it comes on Tuesday or Wednesday. Ah, true, yeah. He's uh, going to leave know. it in front of my door anyways. Uh, yeah. So... Oh, dope. There's... Uh, I mean, little little things like that, dude, they add up. Yeah.
1: yeah. Have you Have you um bought from Market Curly? No. Okay, because uh, this was, like, super trendy, especially during the pandemic, because, like, sometimes you'll buy from, like, a large mart, and yeah. then it'll just come over, and it's kind of in, like, not the best condition. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, like, Market Curly, their entire thing was, like, very fresh ingredients every oh, morning yeah, yeah, at, like, 7 a.m. Yeah. But, like... I haven't done that because it just seems like unnecessary expense. Mm. Where I I actually enjoy grocery shopping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What well, we <laughs> but do like,
0: yeah. for fruits and veg, or for vegetables, definitely we just go to the local mart or mm-hmm. the five day. That's another yeah. one too, man. Yeah, five day. Oh yeah, five day the, the ladies selling vegetables and stuff on the streets, you can get wicked deals in there. Yeah, and, and you're supporting them. That's that, yo, yeah, which is the best. Yeah. I was
1: um, what's it? Kimchi. My my wife is Korean. She yeah, eats yeah, a lot yeah. of kimchi. <laughs> as do I. But, yeah. um, like if you go to the fucking grocery store, it's like, I don't know, 13 bucks for a kilogram. Yeah. Or like 1.3. Yeah. But then like you go to the market and it'll be I like, just oh. yell at my wife to make it for free. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You go to the market. It's like for, for one kilogram, it'll be like man Oh Oh, yeah, but then yeah, yeah. as soon as you ask for it, they'll give you like 1.5 just for fun. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And just like, cause they're making it anyway and they're, they want repeat customers. So
0: and I think you're getting bang for your buck. Not, uh, be having too tight of a schedule or kind of planning ahead like mm-hmm. you know that's another thing like not meal planning as in like I make lunch for Monday to Friday on <sighs> Sunday but just knowing kind of what you're gonna what you're gonna do having the cooking skill or knowledge to like oh I got 10 random things yeah what can I do with it toss it out no you can make a soup or, or do yeah, something yeah 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 how thing. to
1: cook with scraps and shit
0: there's a lot of yeah. little ways to you know for someone starting out that you can yeah scrimp and save
1: yeah, I guess. <laughs> I think that's
0: the I, that that's in uh in the Beatles song When I'm 64 and I didn't know what it meant. I had to look it up before scrimp I got and my class. We shall scrimp and save. Like, what the fuck's that? It's like uh,
1: be frugal basically. Yeah. But uh While the Beatles have a be frugal song? <laughs> I mean they that, I mean they have so many fucking songs. so yeah, yeah. I'm sure they have When I'm 64, anything, that's a, yeah. When I'm 64? That's okay. a Classic tunes. Yeah.
0: But uh yeah, no, I think that uh you should maybe transfer into that. Nate, you got yeah. any suggestions for uh? For <laughs> we? Th- this is actually your intervention. We're going to tell you what yeah. to do. Yeah, okay, let's <laughs> <Right>? go. <laughs> you, you spent all your time telling us what not... Not telling us what to do. Well, no, not because cool, Flip that shit. Out. <laughs> <laughs> like, real estate's
3: a shit show here. Yeah. yeah.
1: It's like if you're going to invest in stocks, like research, but if it's really hard for you to research, put it in index, but also like identify which markets are actually worth putting your money into an index for. Like it's TSI? not, I don't know if yeah. there's
3: any need or I don't see us a, a high need for people to be investing in Korea here unless they see yeah. something that nobody else does, mm-hmm. but you might as well just stick to what you know back home. And Yeah. yeah, I mean I use interactive brokers mm-hmm. for my international trading and we have domestic sites, but that's through my wife mm-hmm. or accounts. So that's, easy yeah. but if you don't have that access i don't know there's a lot of sites now you can't use if you're not resident so oh yeah yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. so interactive brokers are there works, any yeah.
2: like english sites
3: interactive there, brokers works well for yeah a lot of people but i also know people who've been declined there so mm-hmm.
1: i yeah right people always ask me like hey, if you how do you open an account to invest in the u.s because most korean like a that's korean a big thing on
0: expat dads too brokers ask that once yeah. a month
1: so the korean brokers won't do it because like a lot of people have different like taxation laws and stuff mm. so it's super hard to navigate depending on can, where you're from but you i mean but id works really well
3: but mm. we're invested in i mean all the american platforms yeah. via yeah, yeah. korean accounts yeah. you just if your spouse is not into it or your partner whoever you guys not into it mm-hmm. you can't be asking them every five minutes right hey, to, yeah hey yeah. how do i how do i so just Get an IB account and do yeah. it on there. Yeah, but IB does it well. You can't. I mean, it's it's efficient for my, but my wife's into trading, so it's it, it's easy for us. Yeah, 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 yeah. And and it's easier for me to do my research and say, hey, make this transaction tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Um, if you, yeah, I but feel if not, like, then yeah.
1: Like, I, there's, I feel like if you're looking at, like, unless you're actively studying. Not only the market in Korea, but also like the market constituents. If you're not actively doing that, it's pretty tough to invest effectively.
3: Mm. Listen, most yeah. people don't have time for it. Right. That's um,
1: Most people have no fucking interest in the doing wannabe, it
3: either wannabe, The wannabe day traders pretend. But mm-hmm. listen, if day trading was that easy, everybody would be rich. Yeah. I mean, it, they were it's, during the pandemic. It's yeah. obviously, <laughs> well, life is longer than a pandemic, unfortunately. Yeah. And like, any
1: time that somebody wins, there's another loser on the other side of it, especially yeah. in the stock market. So, in that case, like, it's there, there's no guarantee steps, right? that you're not going to be a loser. percent day
2: traders actually make money? And that's what like, I said. Like, long yeah. time,
3: like wow. if yeah. if you're unless you know something secret that nobody else knows, yeah. I got a question for you, maybe though. Yeah. What do you think about? I've been tempted to do it after seeing a few of them on Instagram about following uh, uh, the U.S. <laughs> the U.S. members of Congress because that they're,
1: they're Oh, that's people. incredible! Yeah, just follow Pelosi. She got but, you.
3: I was going to say <laughs> Pelosi and some of the other guys. Is yeah. that <laughs> well, legit? Recommended? There's a bot. Have you have you, I mean, have you yeah. seen? Have you thought about it? I mean, it's it's there. It's public knowledge. You can do it. What it, is it why then? don't everyone do it? What's I mean, is it, how do you, you can watch all their trades. Yeah, because so Pelosi officers, sells, so they, they publish sells all their oil and gas because it's going to crash tomorrow.
1: I mean, there are literally funds that are now set up to just track Pelosi's yeah. <laughs>
3: yeah. portfolio. So nice. then, wow. you know, gas is going to skyrocket next week. And all of a sudden they like, yeah, but who? Uh, Buffett just dropped uh-huh. all of their shares in the North North Japanese Southern? chip. Oh, yeah. Oh. TSM, yeah, uh, TSMC, the Taiwan chip mm, yeah. maker. Yeah, TSMC. Yeah. So obviously he's not very optimistic about whatever the hell China going to be doing. Yeah, and uh, that's a huge, a huge hit for those guys. But mm-hmm. Pelosi and these guys are trading on stuff they found out, you know, yesterday, yeah, the so, day before, the hour before. Isn't it her husband that's doing it? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs>
1: but because, there are, yeah. but, but, but it, yeah, that's the I mean, thing. Yeah. They all do it like that. Yeah, you can't but like there, there, really. yeah, there's a lot of like insider trading that happens very openly Mm. (laughs) and yeah I I mean I I don't do it personally but I know people are successful doing it because she's outperformed the market like crazy so yeah why the fuck not (laughs) but now
0: you gotta wonder though I don't know being skeptical stuff, now that everyone knows that and there are people uh, following or maybe the maybe it'll there, there'll crash, be a Pelosi yeah. bubble yeah. <laughs> yeah but I mean <laughs> you could
1: <laughs> you could cash in early <laughs> because yes. uh, I mean there's what market reflexivity when people expect something to happen mm. they start investing and because they start investing it, it actually comes to fruition in, and, and yeah, then yeah. then yeah if you can if you can get in early enough and out Early enough, which is obviously the hardest part. Then but Pelosi not. made well, that's it I just, think, I
3: just yeah. think all the day trading stuff is too simplified. <laughs> oh, <okay>. People <laughs> just think, "Oh yeah, you just read a few things, look at a few things, buy." So it doesn't work like that. No, it
1: definitely doesn't. To work, try and yeah. hit
3: to try and hit the highs and lows, even even the knee and the elbow,
1: yeah.
3: is not you. Be, you be stressing, kicking yourself every day throw in an index fund and enjoy your life
1: yeah what's that old saying like time in the market is better than timing the market yeah yeah yeah, yeah. like that's that's literally like the most classic saying and it's held up forever so yeah i mean like smart also yeah Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. but at the same time gambling is fun
3: (laughs) okay okay, but but, so put 80 90 somewhere good and then that's what i tell my wife yeah play play with Play with this amount doing mm-hmm. your freaking stressful looking at the charts going up and down every day. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the rest yeah. of it just stays there and you'll yeah. yeah, take care of it. Yeah. You itself. have your
1: play money and then you have your money. Because yeah. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. If, if I'm going to spend like 100, I don't really go out these days like I used to in my 20s, but mm. um, if I. Says a
0: guy drinking Rum 151 last night.
1: <laughs> All right. <laughs> Yes, uh, <laughs> yes, this is true. Tequila at dinner. If I do go out, I do go out. For, but um, for what dessert? is it? <laughs> yeah, but if oh, and Fireball to start out. Oh man, eh? that was they start off with. A, what was it? Shot hey, was, of that fireball. That, was that a? Shills.
0: Was that shills Yeah, shills yeah, yeah, a beer and a shot of Fireball, then yeah. tequila. And then yeah. one fifty one.
3: Oh yeah. God! Man,
1: was... But what what I mean is like if I'm if I'm gonna spend money on a good time, but like I I've, I don't really do that anymore. So yeah. if I'm gonna take the money that I would have spent on like a Friday night and just play with that in the market, I don't really personally see a difference. Mm. But that's not like my saving money. That's not my plan money. That's yeah. just my fun money.
0: Yeah. And fun like fun. if you want to
1: if you want to play, then play, but have it separate from the actual money. plan. Yeah. Money. yeah, yeah,
0: for sure. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I I would
2: say that there are still more resources to be provided though. Yeah. I mean, I followed some of your videos, but Mm -hmm. then it's, it was still difficult for me to like actually (laughs) execute that advice. Oh, okay. Because most of the things are in Korean and there are, Uh there aren't enough resources as a foreigner that seem like trivial and safe. Mm -hmm. Okay. A lot of English things like you still are scared like, (laughs) where is the money going? Yeah. Yeah, 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 What am I taking on? Yeah. Yeah, Okay. (laughs)
1: yeah, yeah okay you yeah, know that'd be good i'll uh, i'll definitely get into because because honestly it was when i when i was starting i was just thinking like it's not only that financial education isn't very like well provided but also that yeah there's like nothing in english yeah. so yeah. we need some resource but then yeah i still have a little bit of imposter syndrome being like like mm. you yeah know, like just i, 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 mean, I you know what i know but else, right? Right? <laughs> yeah but like i know what i know and i trust what i know yeah but i don't know if I'm the right person to be telling people what to do. Mm. I, Dude, mean, I
0: think you expanded it to a website.
1: And I have think some...
2: means I have looked it up and there is like literally no one else who is like helping uh, to give financial advice to experts in Korea. Yeah. yeah.
1: Just like how to do shit. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's yeah. mostly okay. like
2: Facebook comments and replies like, but yeah. yeah, there is no like one content platform where you can go and mm-hmm. get advice. Yeah. yeah. So I got to invest more time into people. that. Yeah. Okay. Okay.
1: Because also like there was a time when like when I was just, start, it's like with any project, when you just start it, it's fucking fire. Yeah. But then as time goes on, it's like, all right, I'm getting like a hundred views on a video that I worked seven hours on. So yeah. like, and then like on top of that, it's like research to make sure that what I'm saying is not bullshit. Yeah. And then also double checking the script to make sure that all of it makes sense and yeah. is in like a comprehensible way like organized and comprehensible way and then animating and then you got like 100 views and like I (laughs) could have I could have made money during all those fucking hours that was like actual those are billable hours that I could have made like I don't know 400k or 400,000 more. the uh,
0: the time investment might be worth in in the end if you grow it uh, it the right way why
2: why do you animate it why yeah why not just like Oh, speak yeah. In the just say. Yeah, yeah.
1: Because nobody wants to hear my fucking voice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's no, just it's... my voice. we still yeah. hear your voice, no? Yeah, I know, but at least there's like something to distract them from the fucking weird ass pitch of my voice and shit. <laughs> no, but honestly, it's That's just like, I don't know. I just feel like, um, yeah, another thing I got, we got from our masters like audio plus visual helps comprehension.
2: Big time, yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. But, like, sometimes a lot of the visuals that I'm providing are, like, unnecessary. Mm-hmm. It's just, I'm just doing it to do it. Means
2: here is what, uh, when Brian sent me, uh, like, f- when I was, when I visited your channel for the first time, mm-hmm. it's, as someone who is new, it's weird to hear financial advice when you
1: can't
0: see the person.
1: Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, <you> yeah.
0: Can, <laughs> you can build more trust if you yeah, see so. yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Oh, I see that. Okay, Oh, one One thing about that is that, um... Uh, I don't look like somebody who knows what the fuck to do with their money. <laughs> I mean, yeah. that's not that's not what that's not what I look like. Because I have seen I've seen like financial advice YouTube and shit. Obviously, because that's like the type of thing that I've been yeah, doing. Pro- but like suit and tie, yeah, suit and tie or like business professional. Like I don't. I think I have the suit that I got married in, and then black hoodies. I still like, got my head. yeah. <laughs> Motherfuckers are not gonna like open their screen and be like, oh, this black hoodied up dude is gonna give me. Isn't fucking... that the
3: beauty of the internet and social media now that they can? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, there's, like, a, there's a Mexican you, or something on there doing real estate, and he's crushing it. He wears a t-shirt and shorts with holes in them, and he's deadly.
1: Yeah, that's true. Maybe that's just and
3: like he's just rocking it. Yeah, that's
2: yeah. yeah. my personal anxiety. Marketing, right? Like, if you just yeah. put yeah. that, here is how I made. I don't know, 30% returns. But yeah. they, uh, like <clears throat> the, then it doesn't matter if you
0: put a hoodie on. Or the YouTube, yeah. the YouTube stuff I watched, they said, uh, the difference between a video that just shows your face mm-hmm. and if you're up to, if you can see your hands moving, they said the engagement and retention is five, oh, yeah, fivefold. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On yeah. The, if you can see from, uh, from your chest up.
1: Yeah. But to be honest, yeah. I like, I started it's this graciously. channel not oh, yeah. even like, For entirely women, yeah. dedicated to monetizing <laughs> it. Like, it was just kind of something that I was doing just to do it. Mm, yeah. It was more like... I, I thought of it more as a resource than like an actual like cash flow stream yeah. for me. Yeah. But, but yeah. Dude,
0: I think it could... If you decided, I think it could easily be turned into,
1: yeah. Turned into something. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, mean, I, 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 I know personally...
2: It's like yeah. pretty timeless content, right? Like... Yeah. Evergreen. You put it once... Yeah, it's like...
1: Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I think a lot of the stuff that I'm watching out for these days are like changes in laws. Mm. Because... Like, they're obviously we've our community has been overlooked like crazy. Mm. Super hard to get a loan. Um, I think Jeonju Bank? Jeonju yeah, Jeonju Bank is the only one that provides like sizable loans to foreigners, but the interest rate's super high. Yep. Um, like, I'm always keeping a lookout for like any more accessible loans that are not just an absolute ripoff. Mm. No, I, I think you're right. I just there's a lot, I just have a lot of anxiety about mm. going on camera
0: and telling people what to do.
1: Well, just like even people knowing what I look like, yeah, because yeah, yeah. like, again, i'm just a guy (laughs) like i don't i don't and i don't really go out of my way to present myself as anything other than i am but it's also i do go out of my way to not present myself as anything because i don't know i don't know maybe it's just just my own fucking brain yeah Yeah, my own brain just like torturing itself for no reason if it's
2: only you in the whole country who is doing it and doing it like pretty intensively then I think there is like a huge opportunity right yeah, yeah. That's true. even if you don't want to monetize it if you just do something mm-hmm. it means it's not bad <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah 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 no definitely yeah. Yeah. share
0: your knowledge with the world
1: yeah that's what we're all here to do anyway yeah man we're gonna bite the dust one day anyway so <laughs> <No doubt. laughs> yeah might as well expand while we're here
0: all right <laughs> <clears throat> let's uh let's call it what was uh? What, yeah. What's the time at right now? Two forty-seven. Oh fuck!
1: Definitely. All right,
0: <laughs> sorry, people. everyone. Thank you for uh, <laughs> thank you for listening, and we'll uh... two
2: forty is what, Lord of the Rings.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah we're at uh, we're almost at mortar. All right, guys, we'll catch you next time. Yeah, Goodbye. peace. <laughs>